0: Welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. I'm poofu Cuddly Poof, and this is Level 155. Joining me tonight, or this morning, or this afternoon, or whenever the crap it is that you're listening to this. First up is Cush Moose. Hello! Also joining me is Rocker Dude 5012. Seasons greetings, Poo Seasons Greetings, that's appropriate if someone's in the backlog and listening to this at Christmas time. Or wait, no, it's Christmas in July, that also kind of works. It's the season yeah. of being hot.
1: God, it freaking is.
0: Speaking of hot, we also have Big L with us.
1: Oh, I didn't know you would notice. Hmm.
0: See, we're not streaming, so he doesn't have his pants on now.
1: Wait, you said this was the live show. That's just what uh, we do for OnlyFans, not for Twitch. Ooh. No comments. All right. I only have the best fans.
0: All right, so we're gonna format change a little bit, change things around. We're gonna jump straight into the news this week. So, TA published an article. Uh, Psychonauts Two will have an invincible invincibility mode. And it won't disable achievements. Now, right off the bat, mm. I'm sure a lot of you listening are like, oh, sweet, easy achievements. But then that also kinda brought up some discussion about is this cheating? And what do you all think about it? Uh let's start with Nate. What do you think? Well, that's your thoughts. It's very
2: hard to say having not played the game. Um okay yeah because I believe it depends on the game uh, and you know if invincibility makes a difference or not uh, if the game is incredibly difficult then yeah I think uh, invincibility is yeah it's it's a good thing I don't mind that um, but yeah it, it, I think it really depends on the game
0: okay what about Corey? What are your first thoughts?
2: So Although I'm sure I kind
3: of
0: already got, I already know your th- first thoughts.
3: So talking about Psychonauts 2 and st- general um we did ask this question to patrons uh, and so we did take some of their comments and so chip i just wanted to throw this in there he said depending on the title it's a blessing or a curse uh in this case cyclonauts 2 uh, it's supposed to be a rather good game so i'd rather there not be cheats to make people just blow through it on ta which may seem dumb but that's a personal opinion if the game were a zit rat garbage game etc the conversation would be much different because it's a game nobody cares about or at least uh, very few people now, we have other patrons that will get their stuff in, but when it comes to Psychonauts 2, it's going to be the same thoughts as other games for me, and to be honest, uh, it, it, there's a mix. Uh, I I welcome them. Uh, I really don't care if they unlock achievements. Um, I kind of would rather they not even be there if they just disable them, to be honest, kind of like mods and fallout uh, i believe if you enable those they just no achievements can unlock so uh that's cool that they're there but for me i'm, I'm not going to touch them if that's the case typically typically like i said there there is a there is a little wiggle room for that
0: though okay and one thing i do want to make clear before we go to l uh, this was announced on twitter and in the twitter f- thread someone asked if it would bl- actually block the achievements or not. And DoubleFinds, you know, the official Twitter account, replied and said nope. So this is confirmed that invincibility mode will unlock achievements. But, Al, what are your thoughts?
1: All right. Well, first, I'm going to read something that J. Block said. Uh, Yeah, it sounds similar to the Red uh, Bricks and uh, Lego games. It's there for the people that just want to power through the game for the achievements or even for people who just want to go through the game on super easy mode. For the people who think it's cheating, you don't have to use it. It's a single player game and besides achievement competitions, the way you play your game doesn't affect me. Play it however you want, you're still experiencing the game. Another way to look at this, if I go to a museum and look at a painting, am I enjoying it less than someone who went to school for years to learn about the history of the artist? No, I'm just enjoying it differently. Well, Jables, I'm going to have to say you're wrong. (laughs) Now, I know I'm always taken to task for telling people how to play, what to do. You? Never. Yeah, sometimes. Well, why are achievements there? Some people say it's just for you. But I think achievements are meant to be a symbol of something you accomplished. You know, achieving something. So, on one hand, would I use these uh, so-called cheats? Absolutely. I used Game Genie growing up to beat Castlevania Ninja Gaiden. And I definitely used the assist mode in the often brought up Celeste. Now, some will say, l there's no asterisk. You get the achievement points no matter what. That would be Elroy who would say something like achievement points, by the way. Now, on one hand, that's good, but on the other hand, that person who busted their ass beating Celeste legit, they might feel slighted by that. So I'm just playing Dev right. L's advocate over here. If you got a really hard achievement then you it took you months, and then months later someone figured out a way to to cheat it, or they assisted it, or whatever, you might get upset. There are things like competitions like Jable Sip, but there's also leaderboards. Uh, there's trophy cases. There's all kinds of things. People do show off their achievements. Right. So, you know, I'm going to John carry this flip-floppy on the fence, and uh, I could see both sides. I could definitely see both sides. For something like Psychonauts, I would hope people would play it first <coughs> the right way. Or maybe they would... Something like Celestia, they put it in like six months later or something.
0: Right. To kind of go off of what Chip said, where he said it depends on the title. For me, I'm kind of of uh, between two opinions on this one. I think it really does depend on the title and the game that we're talking about. For something like Psychonauts, from what I understand, I haven't played the first one, so I don't exactly know how the game is, but it appears to me to be kind of like a kid-ish 3D platformer akin to like a Ratchet and Clank or Jack and Dexter or something like that. Um, for something like this, and like Jable said, where it's a single-player game, it doesn't much necessarily matter. And more of the purpose of playing that kind of a game is to just kind of experience the story, experience the gameplay, have fun with it. Now, for something like a Dark Souls, or on the PlayStation side, a Demon Souls, Those games are meant to be difficult. They are meant to be brutal. You are meant to fail. It's a trial and error game. You're not supposed to just be able to play it and beat it. It's not just about the story, even though that is obviously part of it. But you also want that challenge. That is part of the gameplay. And an invincibility mode, or really any cheats, and for that matter, for like a Dark Souls, completely destroys that game and the intention the developers are trying to put into it. So on that kind of... that side, I don't really, I, I think it, like I said, it just depends on the title. For something like a Dark Souls, I don't agree. I don't think there should be cheats. And even trying to find them or like have console commands or something like that, I think that's wrong. It kind of destroys the game. You do you, you play your games the way you, you want to play. Who am I to tell you, especially when it's a single player game, but I find that cheating and it's wrong. On the flip side of this, I also kind of want to use it on certain games. Like playing when I was playing through Injustice, I put it on easy mode or storybook mode as, as other games have called it where it's like I'm just playing for the story. I don't much care for about the challenge about the fighting and the challenge. I just want to play and experience the game as is and that's how you know I've been playing a lot of games recently where I just want I just want to experience it and I don't necessarily have the t- all the time in the world to get good at X game in order to continue for it if it's challenging.
3: Right, and to go on your point whether, like, depending on how you, you know, quote-unquote cheat, uh, kind of makes a little bit of a difference as well. Uh, it th- This part really goes into more of ethics, really, than anything um, eruderic. It's a good word. Uh, it, just to paraphrase something yeah. that he said. Uh, he said that if it's something that's specifically left in the game by the developer, uh, whether intentional or unintentional, then he doesn't see an issue with it. Um, so the Psychonauts cheats console commands in ARC, for example, uh, or using the in-game editor and football manager, which I did not know existed. Uh, he said they're all fine with him as they require no external tools to access them. Um, console commands are a little bit of a gray area uh, because you do have to uh, uh, go about it. usually a different way to see that. But um, the other part, the external things are obviously... Things like throwing it back old school, like I did, similar to l I didn't use a game genie, but I used the game shark uh, for Pokemon so much yep <laughs> uh but he uh Iridoruk, gosh, God I can't say that name uh, he, to bring <laughs> it back that. to a modern <laughs> take here he brings up surviving Mars, so he said when it becomes bad is things like surviving Mars, where while they are allowed kind of um you know, buy, I guess, you know, Xbox because it's in the Xbox app where you have to go. Uh, he says these external mo- mods are allowed by the game dev for various things, but the mods that unlock all achievements are constantly being, being removed despite the community's effort to keep uploading them. Uh, clearly, if they're being removed, then they shouldn't be allowed. However, uh, he doesn't criticize anybody for using them for achievements. Uh, he just questions their thought process uh, when you buy a game, um, when you spend money uh, only to unlock all the achievements. So it definitely kind of takes a different road when you have to consider how you're cheating uh ver- and, and more now really than back in the day uh cuz scrounging the internet for those cheat codes uh, that was like not something that was added in after the fact that came baked in the game um if you're playing GTA you're right. putting in the rhino, the rhino code or uh even the famous konami code yes. you know which I don't know. I, I think all of that stuff is fine, and I agree with uh Ruderick uh, here and all his points as well.
0: And yeah, and like the other the other issue really focusing on the achievement side on this is between Rap, Zitz, uh all the other easy developers, there is a plethora of easy games nowadays. Having Good word. something Thank you. Having games now come in with built in cheats that don't disable achievements now just makes that one more game that probably would have been a more on the higher end of the TA, TAD scale. Everybody on TA is probably going to turn on invincibility mode and it's gonna tank it's gonna tank that ratio. And then, you know, normal people who don't necessarily pay attention to TAD for uh, you know, they're gonna turn it on because they want to experience the game. So the Game Pass
1: bump for something like this isn't really going to be there. Yeah, it's interesting. Did they explain why they did this? Because for something like Celeste, for example, Um, Celeste is meant to be a a tough-as-nails platformer. But I believe the devs put that in there so people could, of all skill levels, could experience the entire game, experience the story. So I see why they did it, but... I don't know, it takes away, like I said, from the people that did legit. But how many countless people experienced the game that normally wouldn't have because they would stay away from a tough-as-nails platformer. So I'm just going to sit here and play both sides the whole time. <laughs> Nate, what are you thinking? <laughs>
2: uh, I, I'm thinking that me personally, and these games specifically, um, you know, uh, Psychonauts 2. Day one, am I going to turn on the invincibility? No. Absolutely not. I'm going to start it. I'm going to play Night one? To, no. <laughs> probably never. I'm probably never going to turn invincibility on. Because I want to enjoy that game. And, you know. Sure. And I've got skills. Um, so. Multiplying. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I want to enjoy that game as it was kind of intended to, to be played. Now, I. Yeah, I'm going to look down on you if you do an invincibility. I'm probably going to do that. I'm probably, you know, I'm not going to lie. Jeez. Sorry. Yeah, I'm probably yeah, going look down on yeah. you and just be like, why didn't you try the game first? Like, okay, if you go in there, you know, minute one and you turn on an ability and you don't go play the game, I'm probably just going to ask you why. Um, because I feel like games are better when there's a risk, right? The reward is better when there's a risk, when it takes you more time and some skill, or some trial and error to complete a level, you're going to feel better about that. Now, if that's not what you're in it for, and you're just in it for the gamer score, okay, I get that. Uh, and, I, and I shouldn't look down on you. I shouldn't be like, oh, that's horrible. None of us should be saying, oh, you're doing it wrong. Um, but for me personally, yeah, me personally, that's not how yeah. you guys do it. Uh, and then you look at other games. Uh, other games that I was thinking of in my wheelhouse, games that I like, uh, don't look at my you know, TA card to see if I've actually played them um but uh games like going under uh and scourge bringer so let's go with scourge bringer um that game is also tough as nails it's difficult it has invincibility it has all these other things you can turn on right from the menus i didn't know that when i first started playing the game uh and i was just like okay this Mm -hmm. thing's gonna be challenging uh, you know, I definitely want to play it. I definitely want to challenge myself to play this, but it's going to take time, so I kind of set it to the side. Would I want to just turn that stuff on and then blast through the game? Not for me, but maybe some people don't care. and uh, You can do it. Now, then you have another game like Going Under. It's a roguelite dungeon crawler. It's hard. You start with like three hearts. Uh, I don't know how you can beat a dungeon with only three hearts. It's impossible. You have to be like super <laughs> good at this game. So that game, for instance... Um, Yeah, I started playing it without the uh, assist mode on. And very quickly discovered I'm not going to get anywhere in this game if I do that. Uh, And so I had to jack the hearts all the way to the right. So I went in there with like nine hearts. It's still a tough game. Uh, It still takes a lot of runs to get through this stuff. And not every run is a success, even with that accessibility mode. So like I was saying, it depends on the game. It depends on what you want out of
3: that game. And it also depends on, like, the quote-unquote limitations of the achievements as they relate to those cheats. Um, I'm thinking about, like, Ori, and, like, if you had an invincibility mode, uh, you could still die. I mean, enemies won't kill you, but if you land in, like, one of those lakes, that's an achievement gone. Um, If you fall off the map, that's technically a death. Even though you have invincibility mode on, you can't... (laughs) You can't be invincible from uh, from falling to your death. So um, it, it there could be a case where it could help achievements. I'm sure invincibility mode will help achievements, uh, some of them. But there could be achievements that it doesn't make that much of a difference. If it's a time trial, it would probably help you. But that doesn't mean you're going to go fast necessarily. Right. Um, and then the, the only other things that come to mind uh, off the top of the head is things like deaths outside of you know fighting an enemy or something uh environmental deaths or something that would invalidate an achievement or something like that
2: i think Um, yeah i think when you tie it back to the achievements and like these things are determined you know what do they make the achievements easier do they not make them easier should you be able to get them or not uh skeptical mario says in general i like the presence of assists they can help people with disabilities or very little practice time to enjoy a game more than just watching a stream of it uh that said gamers aren't entitled to get all the achievements in a game. I think he's hitting that on the head. Like, I think we forget, you don't have to, <laughs> nor do you deserve every achievement in a game. Uh, just because, you know, that's, yes. you don't You don't get that. He continues and he says, by all means, allow achievement tracking with assists enabled, but specify a handful of achievements which are actually difficult. Maybe instead of a 100G beat the game achievement, there should be a 60G Beat the game and a 40g beat the game with no assist, and I agree. That I like that's that. That's how I like my games. Uh, I, I like them with a you know beat it. Everybody can do that. You get a little blip, awesome. And then if you're like you want to challenge yourself, go in for hard mode and get that done. Like you know the best game in the world, Guacamelee, does it that way. So I agree.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah,
2: and
0: to kind of go back to something that you said, Al, if why they would do something like this? Double Fine actually released a little statement. And said, "All people should be able to enjoy games, all ages, all possible needs. It's an ongoing and important process for our industry, industry, and a challenge we need to meet. End of the day, we want you to have fun, to laugh, to experience a story that affects you on whatever terms you want.
1: And uh, yeah, so I, put an easy mode in.
0: Yeah, I mean, you always put an easy mode in, or Nah, just have an invincibility mode, you know. Maybe your four-year-old wants to play this game and yeah. easy mode not easy enough. I don't know. Like I you said, I haven't play, played this game. I don't know exactly how it's played.
1: Uh, you could play another Double Fine game like uh, Sesame Street uh, Once Upon a Monster if you're a kid. Come on. <laughs> that is a classic.
3: I mean, I guess the thing yeah, is, party. does it, is it negative in any way? Like, Northern Last says that if an, if there's a game... And the achievements require you completing the game in hard mode or without assist. Um, it puts her off. And so uh she knows that other people like the challenge, right. but it eases her mind and she knows because she's a completionist and she knows that uh that will be attainable for her with using those methods.
0: Yeah, and Carpe Adam also kinda echoes the thought of De- Double Fine at Northern Lassie's he says if the developer's added in, he doesn't really consider it a cheat. It's an accessibility option which allows more people to enjoy the game. No one should be forced to use them. If you're hardcore and want to play on a harder difficulty, then do your thing. At the end of the day, achievements are just an extra thing for some people to go, go for while playing the games. When we all have these games that give, at, eh, I'm sorry. When we have all these games that give them out like candy without even really having to play the game, I don't, th- I don't think giving people the option to just make the game easier is an issue. But, you know, um,
4: hmm,
1: that's do you disagree? Yeah, just because a lot of games lately are easy doesn't mean every game has to be.
3: I mean, I don't think every game is easy. Uh, there's a ton of options out there. Um, sure.
1: Yeah. Many, I, I, many yeah. lately. Definitely not every. Uh,
3: well, I, I don't know. I go. I keep going back to Skeptical Mario's point because it matches my thoughts exactly. Um, the assists are great. Let Let them unlock achievements. I'm perfectly fine with that but maybe have a couple that are disabled by those achievements. Not all, not even the majority, mm-hmm. even some. So skipping ahead a little bit to the game I'm going to talk about this week, it's called Batbarian. Um, I'll tell you the full title later. It has assist modes that I have found in the menus. They're not really hidden. You just press start and go to assist. And there's a ton of assist in there. They, they really make it ac- accessible to a lot more gamers because let me tell you right now, the difficulty there, there's a spike at difficulty and those assists will help you now through reading different forms and whatnot. They, and and seeing it for myself, they do not disable achievements. You can still get them. However, there are two achievements in that game that are, they have an icon on them in the game menu. However, they're like secret achievements and you can't exactly see what they are. Uh, it, I just kind of have read enough to, uh, to know which ones they are. Uh, but they will not unlock with assists. Everything else you can, but except for these two achievements. And they happen to be for speed running the game. So beating it in three hours in this game's case. And also getting to the end of the, the very um, end of the game without dying. So those are probably the two hardest achievements. Even with assists. Um, but they are only unlockable without assists. So this game will have 98% of the achievements. There's 50 achievements. So 48 of them are going to be easy, quote unquote, uh, as as far as your combat goes and and things like that uh, and your health. But these two will require you to master the game. And to to me, I, I like that mix um i yeah it will it will cut off completionist uh people like northern last who uh get turned off by that it it does kind of put that in there but you get to experience the full game you can 100 the game and get almost every achievement with assist mode on and still enjoy the game um but if you want to put the time in you want to put the effort in to get those hard achievements uh i think i i really I think all of this is uh, helped by TA. We have this system to tell us when somebody has unlocked a hard achievement, whether that's TA score ratio. I know those things are skewed through things like Game Pass games with gold uh, hacks that people do with checkpoints and things like that. But for a large majority, the hard stuff is shown by different um, those different things and. I think that's I think that's the best way to put uh,
0: an achievement list together for a hard game. I agree. And like you said, for something like this or like an Ori, just because you have an invincibility mode doesn't actually mean, you know, you can't die. And we we also don't know what the list for Psychonauts 2 is. It's it hasn't been announced yet. So like you might have invinci- invincibility mode sure, but it might not even affect any achievements, you know, they let's say it has f- 40 achievements, and all 40 of them are related to collectibles. Well, invincibility mode is not really going to help you one way or the other. It's just going to make it to where you can beat the game. So we don't actually know how much this is going to affect Psychonauts 2's list. It's all
1: very interesting.
2: Now, now one factor that I don't think we've touched upon is, um, yeah, we've talked about people with disabilities and uh, it, you know making them the game accessible to them, but what about a child that has a disability just in age? Like in uh experience with games, like my daughter has is currently started revisiting uh the best game of uh, areas, Immortals Phoenix Rising, and um nice. she's she's having difficulty <laughs> <It's> a while. <laughs> she's having difficulty with the game uh, because she's scared of the combat. Um, so if there was something that that would make it even easier, like, I don't know, no enemies, like she would love that. Um, and I know that you know, some of the Assassin's Creed games the more recent ones have like a uh i don't want to call it a librarian mode but it's basically a librarian mode you can walk around
0: storybook, storybook
2: mode. mode. you can walk around and explore the architecture and stuff like that it's like uh, educational so think, mode Yeah. I so i think that's pretty cool but that'd be perfect for her because she can still climb the buildings and jump um and she doesn't care about achievements so for her it doesn't matter uh you know uh, as to that so you know i can see it from her side and she, since she doesn't care about achievements and yeah, it makes the game accessible. It makes a game that she really wants to play a game that she can play. And so, in that case, I really like it. But for achievement hunters, yeah, I think I think Mario kind of hit it. But save some stuff for the heart, you know, the people who really want to grind on it. So,
0: I mean, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. we all, we know that all zits from here on out is going to have an invincibility mode. <laughs>
2: much. Now, one game that I wouldn't mind having some help on. It's Max Payne <laughs> 3. Oh, my gosh. Oh.
5: Have
2: you guys ever heard of this game?
1: Max Payne 3? Never. Yeah, okay. Why don't you tell us that about w- it? That was a painful segment.
2: Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> so I used to play Max Payne on the PC, you know, the very first game when it was, like, this noir-filled... It was just dripping with noir and uh, painkillers and uh, just really cool slow-mo... Um, shooting It was kind of new at the time too. I don't really remember bullet time. I think they, I don't know if they coined the phrase or not, but um, it was it was a really cool game on the PC, and then they had a they had a sequel on the PC, obviously because somehow we got from Max Payne to Max Payne three. So now here we are, Max Payne Makes three sense. on the Xbox three hundred and sixty. And as I'm loading it up, this is this is a Rockstar game, so it's not uh, the original developer, and. I kind of had that Reese's peanut butter, like, thought. Like, mm. is this Max Payne in my GTA five? or is this GTA five <laughs> in my Max Payne? I can't tell, because...
0: What came first, the GTA or the Payne? Well,
2: the GTA, because it took forever to load, and it was just like playing GTA five, and <laughs> the game takes five minutes to load, and you're reading tips, and you're like, oh, okay, well, I really would like to play this game, because all I'm doing is reading about it, and it sounds amazing. And then you get in there, and it's like, oh, I'm actually doing Max Payne stuff. I'm, you know, I'm leaping through the air. Time is slowing down. I'm shooting people in the head. I'm getting crotch shots, and I'm getting rewarded for it. Um, it's a fun game. I really like the gameplay in Max Payne uh, Three, and uh, I like a whole lot about this game. And they they have packed in a ton of replayability. If you want to get all the achievements, you're gonna to have to play the game several times. Uh, you can play it on easy. And you get an achievement for completing that. And then they have, I think, two other difficulty, two or three other difficulty modes. And then they have alternate modes, uh, which are like, uh, don't use any painkillers. Or if you you do, you can use painkillers. I think it's hardcore mode. You can use painkillers, but if you don't take one manually, then you have to go back to a checkpoint. Whereas if you do take them, then you're okay. On the other lower difficulty modes, when you get hit and you kind of die... You automatically take a painkiller, so you don't have to. You don't get suffered. Uh, these these painkillers
3: are your health, up, like refilling your health.
2: Yes, they uh, they refill your health basically, and you only have you have a limited number of those. You can find more throughout the level. Are um, they
3: spelled P A Y N E killers?
2: No, I don't think they are. Nah. There's no label for it. I think I think when they spell it in the achievements, I think it is P A I N. That, that's you know that's a wasted fail. They totally could have done that. Hell um, so then um, the other thing that makes this game difficult is that they, you know, this comes from an era of gaming where you take a really good single player game and you attack on multiplayer. You just do it. And then you give it a whole bunch of modes and a whole bunch of maps and you just make people do it. Um, so what you have to do in this game is uh, I think there's four pieces of DLC, maybe five, and you have to basically do situational things on these maps which is kind of cool. I like situational achievements. Um, but then you have a really grindy achievements. Getting to level 50 requires you to play a ton of time. This thing's going down in a few months. Um, so, you know, we've got a group together. We've got a channel together, the Max pain 3 uh, channel that you can opt into. Uh, and we're trying to get uh, you know, people through to get at least the situational stuff and some of the grinding stuff uh, to get done. Uh, there's kills with a certain weapon. There's kills as a certain uh, class. Uh, And then there's just level 50. And level 50 is quite the grind. You can do it in multiplayer. The other nice thing about it is you can do it in this um, challenge mode or arcade mode. And arcade mode will give you XP, 1,000 per run of this one really easy map, uh, 4.1. And that's what I've been spending most of my time on lately. Uh, it's just kind of grinding this game out. Now, I, I, I really like, like I said, I really like the single player. The multiplayer is kind of fun when every now and then we can go in and just have fun doing it because we're just trying to get XP or we're just trying to get kills. So yeah, we could take turns or we could have fun. Um, it's kind of good for that. But
0: And having fun is the most important thing. Yes, there
2: you go. Having fun and getting, getting achievements.
4: Mm.
1: <laughs> yeah, it looks like this is going down in September 16th. It's actually only like two months left. And the other crappy thing is that this game is not backwards compatible. That's probably the worst thing about this. Yeah. So you have to play on uh, Mr. Xbox 360.
2: Yes, you do. And, and you have all the 360 <laughs> Gross. woes. Gross. With, with, uh, DLC, you know, is it, va- is it downloaded? Is it valid? And also you have to um, download it through the 360 straw. Uh, which takes forever uh, for small amounts of data. So,
1: so once you get the season pass, you have to go into the game and download each individual DLC. It's not co- not fun. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Why
2: is everything not
0: backwards compatible at this point? Didn't the end of backwards compatible team take like eight months off or something like that? Everything should be backwards compatible.
1: I'm sure there's licensing reasons or logistical reasons or something.
0: Ah, uh, sounds like BS
1: to me. With the rocks. I mean, they did GTA four, five, RDR, so RDRR, LA Noir, RRR. So I don't know. My why point next exactly is not PC. You think it was just license? nobody wants to play on their three hundred and sixty <laughs> anymore? Add it. Uh, so for the but, level fifty, is there there's a certain part you have to get to in the single player?
2: Yeah. So if you are going to do multiplayer grinding, you can do that pretty much from the start. Uh, but if you want to do the single player thing and not need other people there, you have to progress through the campaign on any difficulty level you want past level four point one. Uh, so I went all the way to the end of four, the start of five, uh, then you can just do your grind on cool. four point one in arcade mode. Any level you've unlocked in the campaign, you can do arcade or score attack on. So I think I was saying sure arcade there's... mode, but it's it's score attack that you have to do to to grind. Sorry.
1: Oh, got it. I'm pretty sure this game is a notoriously hard completion. Yeah. Wow, yeah. 316 people out of 108,000.
2: Yeah, Ooh. the hard modes are hard.
1: Um, is that, there's like a Liberty City Minute? Or, what's it called? Oh, no, New hot York. Minute.
2: Yeah, it's called a New York Minute.
1: <laughs> it's not Liberty City. Oh, this is actually Liberty, City not is Liberty City is GTA. Liberty City is New York. Yeah, it's Gotham City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's not for everybody. Especially the 360 part. Is there an assist mode? Mm, you no, know, but I know
2: oh. it does have an assist mode. Yes. Okay. Corey.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So the game I mentioned before, (laughs) Batbarian, so it's a spin on Barbarian. uh, It's called Batbarian Testament of the Primordials. And this will be uh, relevant to my Vayner group, um, which we do have. There's a membership card. Uh, This is uh, a brand new game. Uh, We mentioned it on Coming Soon last week, but I have, have actually had a chance to play it since then. And it's been almost what I've played exclusively, besides a few dives. And let me tell you, without playing La Mulana, I feel like this is my La Mulana. It is uh, 2D platforming. It is filled with puzzles. Almost every room is a puzzle. Um, I don't think any span across rooms, which I think La Mulana is kind of known for. Like, pieces are everywhere. Uh, this one is pretty much contained in the screen that you're on. Um, there might be some portals that go to another side of the map or uh, something like that. But for the most part, getting from one side to the other is done on one screen. So you, there's a lot of figuring out that you have to do for it. The, some of the harder bits of, about it is because is that you it takes place in a cave. And kind of the shtick of the game is that this bat, you know, the bat part of Batbarian, is following you around. Um, slight spoilers, like, it it evolves and you it helps you in combat. Uh, so it's not the same glowing bat. It has, like, some kind of properties in it that make it glow and uh, kind of elemental in a sense. Okay. And the bat will light up the area around you which is not the entire screen. So the whole shtick of the game is that it is very dark. Um, Finding secrets and new areas grant you XP. Killing enemies grants you a very, very small amount of XP. Um, But what that means is that there's a leveling up system. When you level up, everything stops, and you get a... um, What's the word? Uh, A slots machine kind of uh, one-column pop-up that comes up and you have to stop it and it's very easy to stop it you can if you're patient enough you can make it stop wherever you want and here you can level up your defense your strength or your awareness and so defense and strength pretty obvious you know um how many hits can you take or uh how much damage you're doing but the awareness actually gives shows you more of the screen. Now, this was before I found out that achievements; those two achievements are disabled by uh, assist. However, I don't think it would have stopped yeah. me in this case. Um, I turned them on, and one of them is to pretty much show the entire screen. So that kind of went away for me uh, several hours into the game. Um, I, I really didn't know what I was stumbling myself into. I thought it was like, ooh, look at this. I found assist. Let me see if achievements pop. And they did. and uh, I, then I saved and it was, it was history from there, but, uh, going through the game, figuring out a lot of stuff for myself, uh, there are, uh, several hundred rooms. I think I want to say they said 400 rooms, but one of the pieces that I think you would like the most, L you'd probably like it and you, and you would hate it. Cause you brought this up in discord in a separate channel, not related to this. The dialogue is very humorous and, okay. As, as your character interacts with people, you get to pick usually one, two, maybe four options. And that will affect uh, what the other person says, and it will affect what, t- some outcomes of what happens. Uh, one area that I can think of in particular, uh, you need to get through a gate. And there's people on the other side of the gate. Uh, and you could talk to them and try to bribe them, and they'll just kind of shoo you away. Well, I found out through an achievement that certain dialogue options will make them do something else, and you can get through that gate a different way, and that's an achievement. Um, and so it's probably good and bad because you said that you like, you want to know every single outcome. Um, you could probably get that with a lot of saving and reloading, but uh, it, it is a thing in this game. I don't really care that it blocks you out of some achievements, so you got to be pretty on top of it if you want one playthrough. But uh, I think this is a game that's going to take a while. Uh, according to TA, I've spent 18 hours in it. I think my fa- my save file says 15 hours. And uh, so it's going to take a while to 100%, which you need to do for all, almost you know, for a lot of the achievements. Uh, and then you're going to want to do that speed run and uh, the not dying at all. Kind of deal probably separately so you could probably get a lot of those dialogue options, but if you want to minimize it you're you're gonna be missing some of that Um, As far as achievements go, uh, there's a lot of secret achievements that happen um, Just by collecting things and Navigating through the story Uh, But there are some things that kind of like the dialogue options are gated to your actions so I happened to look at the list and notice, um, actually, no, it didn't happen like this. I I killed somebody, and I got an achievement for it, and the description for the achievement read something along the lines of, uh, oh, you let him live this time, or something like that. (laughs) So I got curious, and I, I didn't go any further. I didn't save it, and I looked at the achievement list, and I found this person's name in the list several times and uh, what do you know there's an achievement for killing him there's one for not killing him so uh, what did i do i loaded up my previous save uh and didn't kill him this time and got the it got the other achievement so uh some with with a guide it will definitely assist you in, in getting those knocked down into as little playthroughs as possible but uh i don't know i kind of I like it and i kind of don't because you got to keep it and you got to keep it in, you gotta keep it in in your mind, which way you're going for it. But, uh, it's a good game. As of right now, I have beat it, beat it. Technically there's three endings. Um, two of the endings are actually blocked though. Uh, uh I am playing it early and I found a soft flock. The developers are, have looked at it Ooh. and, uh, they, <laughs> they, they, they hope to have it fixed soon, but they have to, uh, fix it and su- <laughs> do the submission process. So it won't be here. By the time this podcast drops is when I think it comes out, maybe the day before, uh, so it won't be here by oh. launch, but it, hopefully it will be pretty soon.
0: This totally looks like a game that's up your alley.
3: You know, I was really stoked on it when I first got it, and then like some of the puzzles just really racked my brain, and I almost gave up. Uh, there's not a lot of information out on this game. Uh, it's been out on PC for a little while. Um there's very little videos on it. So like somebody put up their whole playthrough on YouTube, no commentary. So I'm having to sc- scrub Oof. through a seven hour video to try to find just the room I need just to like, give me a hint, you know? Um, but, uh, it, it's okay. It, it, the, lo- the longer it goes, the the more it's like, okay, I want to kind of be done, but I am getting close to the end as soon as I can get past this soft lock that I'm in. um, I, oh I did mention it before I'll just mention it one more time the difficulty in this game like at some point it spikes and it seems to stay there and I'm, I'm really talking about bosses not your little random cave enemies um, it almost turns into a, a bullet hell and you have to do some really quick thinking um, when you play the game you'll you know what I'm talking about uh, because this bat that has this like elemental uh, you have to do some quick thinking on which element he needs to be at which time in order for you to best get through this this boss. So, I don't know. It's good and bad, I guess, but I, it kind of turns me off a little bit. Uh, however, I do really want to get through it. Like I said, the dialogue is hilarious, so that's probably one of the things that's keeping me there the most. Um, but there is a lot to do in this game. A lot of collectibles as well. Oh, I didn't even he mention said. the best part about it that I, I, I gushed a <laughs> Kushan. on. Uh, this will be my last thing on it. It does one of the things that uh, I think all Metroidvanias should do. Uh, in typical a map. M- Metroidvania fashion, it has a <laughs> map and it is tile based, and you can go through each, you can select it on the map, each tile. And what you can do is you can place a marker. So it could be a chest icon, it could be a skull icon, it could be a check mark. There's a ton of icons you can pick from, but with the collectibles, you have to collect every chest. You can mark when you're done with the room, when you found all the secrets or you think you did, put a check mark and you're kind of done. You you can mark it off as you go.
0: Oh, that's nice.
3: I love that feature. So it it does some things right um, and does a very few little things that I have criticism on. uh, But otherwise, I think it will be a good game. It's published by Dangin Entertainment, and I'm really liking their games. Like They are a publisher Who that I'm watching everything that they put out now because they have some really good titles, kind of like, you know, it's another Digirati for me or another Devolver Digital for me. Mm. Um, whenever I see their name, I'm, I'm going to be a little bit more interested than
0: had I if it was random. So the game's $20. Would you recommend it at that price or sale? Huh. it's hard it's hard to I
3: me mean, to recommend anything at full price these days, but um mm.
1: I understand that <laughs> is it going to stealth drop into game pass tomorrow i mean yesterday
3: I highly doubt it <laughs> um Dan Jin did publish um cross code
2: and, and bug bug fables. Fables. Just
3: just went, up. so one that just came out of game pass one that just went in uh, amazing. but I don't think their other stuff is uh, uh, fun fact, though, they also published uh Menoria and Astalon, which are both Metroidvania. So it seems like Metroidvanias are in their wheelhouse. Just another reason to keep an eye on them. So, so yeah, good stuff from them.
1: And, like, Play All Anywhere right. Vayners? They're good.
3: It does say Play Anywhere. However, I haven't been able to get it on my PC. So I don't know if that's just like a... Uh, really? A pre-launch thing. I'm gonna try again when it officially releases. But uh, if it is, that would just be another plus for it. Icing on the
4: cake.
0: All right. L, what game are you gonna bring to the table?
1: Oh my gosh, it's my turn.
0: It is your turn. Go guns blazing. And I
1: was coming here ready to talk about an easy zero to one hour completion from the Ratalike Library, but alas. This game gave me some issues. Uh, The game in question is called Gut Whale, woo, and it is a roguelite run and gun. Ah, that's why you said guns blazing, you sly little devil. (laughs) And uh, yeah, basically the the uh, premise is very simple. There's only three levels in the game, and each level consists of (laughs) four, like really four mini rooms. Yeah, you could beat the whole game in two minutes. That's actually something you can do. But uh, it's not easy. So the first room has one enemy. The second room has two enemies, etc. And then after the four enemies, you this big frog comes and you can kill this frog. And And depending on how well you did in the level, you can buy stuff in between levels. Well, actually, let's go back a little bit. The premise of the game is you get one bullet. And after you shoot the bullet, you have to then recollect that one bullet. Uh, you get three lives. So when you die, you get a second bullet added. which So it actually gets a little bit easier as you die. But your points, uh, which is basically used as your money, you won't get as much. So in between levels, you can buy hearts, you can buy uh, bullets, you can buy hats that do different things. So my issue is I was looking at the solution to get to the third level. And it tells you to do as well as you can in the first two levels to be able to afford the god hat for the third level. And that entailed getting the point modifier after the first level. And for the life of me, I just couldn't beat the second level. And then I finally beat the second level once and died immediately in the third level. So I said, fine, let me go boot up uh, a video and see what they do. And in the video, they just go for hearts. And that is what I should have been doing all along. Just get extra hearts, which is basically extra lives, which is also extra bullets. So eventually, I made my way through the three levels. And then after you beat the three levels, there's an achievement to see the true ending in which you basically just uh, move some boxes around and jump up the boxes platformer style spoilers and uh well i'm gonna give some hints because there's stuff that's not made clear so there's some tasks you can do in the game uh so there's killing 50 frogs and the achievement is a little misleading on that it says kill up to 50 frogs no what no it's kill 50 frogs i was gonna ask about that (laughs) yeah that's just worded wrong
4: so kill up to 50
0: um, frogs implies I can kill one and, you know,
1: <laughs> Yes, it does.
0: And 51 frogs means it un- unlocks it.
1: Um, so the initial solution says for all the tasks you can do, you can move those boxes around, but that is not true. You can move all the boxes around whether you've done the tasks or not. And so once you beat the game, you can easily jump up. There's a, uh, a hat you can choose in the beginning that makes you jump higher also. So that makes it a lot easier to get the true ending. So all in all, um, I wound up, even though I cursed this game out quite a bit, I wound up enjoying this, this crazy little game. It's a roguelike because the levels are very different each time. The first level, second level, and third level have their own individual unique enemies, but you don't know which ones you're going to get at any different time in any given room. You have to adjust accordingly. Huh. So yeah, zero to one hour, not quite. Uh, my time? Yeah, don't look at what my time says on TA. Corey, what does the time say? <laughs> this is 10 hours. I know. <laughs> What? I don't, think, I don't think it was that long. It might have been like two hours. But when you go in expecting uh, 20 minutes, like the video says, uh, no. Not me. But maybe I uh, got the value uh, better. Maybe I needed an assist mode. <laughs> or a couple. It's I think, we, I think we have a new dead horse form. Oopsie. <laughs> <laughs> doopsie,
0: doopsie. So I noticed this game is public or not I'm oh, sorry not published developed by Stuffed Wombat. The other rattle like a game that they oh. develops is
1: Ord. Yeah, I'm being made fun of uh because that Ord like, keeps showing up on my RTDL <laughs> cuz I only bother doing the uh <laughs> the achievements that I get on RTDL and cuz usually with the rats I just try to complete them as I as they show up but uh, Ord has too much RNG and just too much dialogue and yeah.
0: Right. I just find it interesting that, that they are very much going for like these minimalist games. Here, Ord had absolutely no real gameplay, and now Gunwale has three levels. That's a lot.
3: That's a lot more. If you multiply it, it's
0: like three hundred. It's only game.
1: three levels, but there's more replay value than you would think. Just a little bit, because I suck.
0: Well, I mean, uh, there must be a lot
1: of replay. Or you though. need to go back you to spend, spend 10, ten hours, it, right?
3: Yeah, I never beat the third level. I think I only got I to it it's, maybe it's once or it. twice, and then I need to see the true ending. You
1: definitely do.
3: I've played this I game for thirty six minutes apparently, so I got nine hours <laughs> to go.
1: <laughs> You'll see if you can top me. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be here. All right. Well, gut whale. I don't know. For five bucks, if you don't suck, it could be in like twenty minutes. Apparently, but just play with your eyes closed.
0: I'm just assuming it's like most rats, where it's just gonna get thrown on the collection, and six months from now, when I ask you about it, you'll never remember it. I'll remember it, but you'll enjoy. But you kind of enjoy it while playing it yep sounds about right
1: yep <laughs> Cut well Woo.
0: all right well, let's get into some sales uh got sales no yeah uh, I'm gonna go ahead and recommend two games. First thing they recommend is actually a collection, and I'm sure the three of you have absolutely no interest in in this. But mm, somebody in the Discord, Noffbot, maybe he's a weeb. Naruto Shippuden: Ultimate Ninja Storm Legacy. Shippuden is. I think you said that wrong. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. Elroy does not know how to animate. Ignore everything he has to say. It's not Shupadupadin. It's Shippuden. <laughs> It is at its lowest price ever. It is usually a $70 bundle. It is now $13.99. This game comes with apparently there's four Naruto Shibudin Ultimate Ninja Storm games and some DLC that comes along with it. I very much like Naruto. It's a great anime. And while I'm terrible at fighting games, I at least enjoy them. And I was looking at a couple of the videos on these games, and it looks like it follows the series, so I won't mind playing through that. Even though I, you know, I kind of already know what's going to happen. So, yeah, I recommend that if you like fighting games or if you like Naruto or anime or whatever. Were these other ports? Games. Do you know? Sorry, to interrupts. No, you good?
3: Say what? Are these like ports of like the 360 game or some other game? But so you get. Like you said, four games: Ultimate Ninja Storm, one, two, three, and four. I'm showing four. Like they each have their own achievement list. Four came out yes. in February of 2016. Everything else says August of 2017, August 25th to be exact. Uh, it's just kind of confusing. Like, why would one, two, three come out on mm. the same day, and four come out a year and a half earlier?
4: Um.
0: That is a good question. You know, honestly, I don't know. I've never played a Naruto game, so now that surprises not me. Not entirely sure. They might have come out on the 360. Uh, there there's so many freaking Naruto games. It's like all the anime games. They make a million of them, so I kind of lose track of them. Um, so they might have come out on the 360. Now, this is like a stack or something. I, like I said, I'm not sure. Or I know a lot of other anime games are PS4 exclusives. So maybe there was like a, uh, like a rights deal there where it's a console exclusive or, or a timed exclusive for X amount of time. And it's just like, hey, now they can come to Xbox. Yeah, it looks like and you are right. They looks like the last they three were on
3: 360.
0: 360. Yeah, I don't know. A lot it's of Naruto super cheap.
3: 2-0. Um, what was that? It's a lot of Naruto.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Beverly Hills. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a That's Naruto. Not as bad as the other one. No, no, no the way people would pronounce that name. <laughs> uh, not that one. Hey, Kenny. Um, yeah. Oh, God. Yes.
1: My uh, son came home from the library with a uh, Naruto manga thing. Uh, number one. Oh, Have you actually what, I, read any of these things? No, I don't read manga. You don't read period, right?
4: Uh, you I know, don't read manga.
0: Did you know that I read not manga? Did
1: you know that you read them right to left?
0: I did. Uh, you read them right to left, and there's no color. It's yes, all black and that,
1: white. That is true. That probably makes it easier for them to pump out 500 of them. It's
0: there's Sh- another reason for reason. it. The, yeah there's a like a real reason not just because it's easier to produce I forget the exact reason I think it's something to where like the you you focus more on the expressions of the characters themselves and what they're saying more than just on the artwork or something like that I, for, I forget exactly but yeah I have zero interest in reading manga now, if you're listening to
2: the, if you're listening to the audiobook version what do you call the person who, who speaks?
1: The the, the manga or the womanga.
2: The, uh, I was thinking of the Naruto. But... Ah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> like
1: it says mangas in black and white art because tell. of time and cost constraints. See, ah, oh, never mind.
0: I was wrong. And the price. There, it's it. Japan is
1: cheap. That's all it is. Okay, but the other answer that you're getting at is perfected art to convey stories and emotions. See, you were right. You're on the right track. Oh, I was right. Okay, yeah, there's five different reasons. So we are both right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a first. <laughs> I'm gonna be right about right. this next one too. Oh wait, you you got one better. You got an even better. You go, you go first. Yes.
0: Okay, another game we've we have mentioned this game many many times on the podcast. I streamed it before. It's a very infamous stream amongst the uh, Discord. Purple Chicken Spaceman is yes. on sale. Uh 249 down from ten dollars. Just that's an insta buy. buy it. That's an insta buy price. That is so cheap. And this game is worth every bit of the ten dollars, in my opinion. And two forty nine is an absolute steal. It's a really fun shoot 'em up. It's pretty difficult. Uh nothing that if you just try and add a little perseverance, you don't need an assist mode. You can do it. I believe in you. Yeah, and then the music—the music is just so damn good. It's 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 amazing. It's it's a uh, instant buy. I'm sure one of us will always recommend it anytime it is on sale.
1: Yeah, Perry Grip. All right. Yeah. I also have a collection to recommend, and that's the Sega Genesis collection that I've talked about before. It is a measly nine dollars down from thirty. I believe I bought this game for $30 at launch. That's how much I wanted it. There's like what 60 games. What games are on there? Games. I don't know. 60? I don't know. There's some ridiculous number. Some probably never. Dang. You probably never heard of any of these games. Like Sonic the Hedgehog?
2: It says um, 25. Stop it. There's wow, weird, you weird, aren't weird. even close. It's
1: 25. You're lying. There's like 60. They have like fantasy uh, Star. They'll ha- they have games... They have Sega Master uh, games that there might be 25 that have achievements, but there's like Fantasy Star 1 that was on the Sega Master system is in there. And there's 1 through 4. And there's Sonic 1 through 3. And Streets of Rage 1 through 3. And just every Genesis game you could think of is on
2: there. I do need a narrator because it, it says 25 achievements. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, not every game has an achievement attached to it. 3D
0: Sonic is better than 2D Sonic. Oh.
1: Uh, Oh, geez. Someone else
0: talk. Fight me.
3: Fight me.
1: (laughs) Please, someone else talk. This is now
3: the streets of rage. Yes, so I want to throw some love to an underrated game, in my opinion. Uh, It's called Yestermorrow. And uh, I talked about this game when it came out back in November 2020. Uh, Less than 100 people have started it on TA. Uh, It is a good game. It is a 2D platformer. Um, and you're dealing with time. And so it, it it's almost Ooh. like a Metroidvania, but it's not really. Um, you, you do get like powers and stuff, as best I can remember. Uh, but like you're traveling through the land. And at some point you have time travel introduced. And so you're traveling through that land. Again, it's kind of like the messenger. You're seeing the same landscapes at different points in that um, in that landscape's life. And of course, you got to save for the big bad. And this game is... Twenty bucks, but it's on sale for twelve dollars. So, I really think that it's underloved uh, at the time that it came out, that I last played it, because it has been a while. It uh, there were some achievements that were not unlocking, uh, some some weirdness, but somebody has completed it. One person has completed it, so it is completable. Um, if that's your deal, it's a good game, and I think it deserves way more
2: players than what it has. Yester
0: tomorrow is a coordinate game.
2: Yeah, we liked it when it was on the ID Showcase, I believe, right?
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Ooh. TA rating does not
2: reflect your opinion.
0: 1.5.
2: Who rated this? I don't know. I didn't Hopefully not Agent Zach Morris, the only person to complete it.
1: Zach Morris is trash. Well, thanks for asking.
2: Um, <laughs> I'm going to recommend, in keeping <laughs> with uh, <laughs> with Kenny's theme of uh, let's pick them based on their soundtrack. I'm gonna go with Katamari Damacy Reroll, and I'm pretty sure I nailed that pronunciation. Um, Close It's enough. ten dollars down from thirty.
1: You know it's this reroll.
2: You know this game because you are uh, a little prince, yeah, uh, and you are pushing around a ball of junk, and it just grows bigger and bigger as you pick up more and more junk and sticky candy, um, and that's a fun game. Uh, so buy it for the action genre. Stay for the soundtrack. Uh, and then another game, which I have no idea about the soundtrack, but let's just say it's amazing. Cryo Gear. It's $9 down from 18 and it is a Vayner. That's pretty much all you need to know. Uh, I think Corey's played it. Corey, have no, you played this?
3: I've not. I got a price um, alert for it this
2: week, though. Yeah, that's what I meant. Corey got a price alert, and I think it <laughs> looks pretty good. Uh, it looks like a classic uh, Vayner style. While we're on it, because
3: I did get a price alert for it, uh, it as well. But it's not a Vayner. Um, Mega Man Zero ZX Legacy Collection is on sale. Is that the one that's like like a Vayner? It's like a Vayner, yeah. Like a Vayner. Okay.
2: Vayner like. Like Like that one keeps going on sale, but I don't
3: think it's ever gone below twenty bucks. But I did get an alert for it as well as Cryo Gear.
2: That's it's a lot like it's a lot like another game that I wanted to mention and maybe I'll talk about in a future episode. you know, Blaster Master Zero. So they're kind of like that where they're kind of skirting the line between Mega Man and Vayner. Which is a great place okay. for me.
0: I gotta ask.
2: It's very what is on is sale Blaster What is a Blaster Master? No, what is
0: with Blaster Master? What do you mean? Because every old person that I listen to on this show... Or other podcasts love Blaster Master. Play go other play pod-
2: it. It's $8. Go play it.
0: Not just that, like everyone has, like, or everyone seems to at least have the fondest memories for this game. Kenny, don't you it have a Switch? Much, I hear it so much. You see, Kenny, I do have a switch. with as many go games that are Master.
3: coming out next week, that's how many games they had total for the NES. There wasn't a lot <laughs> of
0: choice.
2: <laughs> Fair.
1: Sunsoft had a good soundtrack, good game. Yeah.
2: Sunsoft off out what Good games, man.
1: They they had good yeah, games, man.
3: I have no experience with it, but I do plan on trying to pick up a copy of Blaster Master 3 or Zero 03 or whatever
2: the new one is. Blaster Master Zero 01, Blaster Master Zero 02, and Blaster Master Zero
0: 03. Mike. All right, so let's get to coming real soon.
3: Hey, you're not well. An ego. That's my section.
0: Where's nego? It is your section.
3: ego. we don't have an ego today. Um, coming real soon. Coming real soon. This is uh, another thing that we're going to play around with the format a little bit, so uh, it's not so monotonous, melogonous. It's not just me reading a list of games, so... Uh, you won't just get bored listening to the court We talk. each picked a couple. You know? Like you did, like, 40 minutes ago. We each picked a couple of games that are coming out in the next week, and uh, obviously we're going to miss be missing a lot so uh i I do implore you to check out uh, the calendar uh but here we go we'll start off in chronological order what comes out tuesday july 20th l
1: oh you see there's a game that i've mentioned a couple times uh called chris tales and it is a jrpg and i played the demo was that also during the indie showcase that was the first time they did a bunch of uh Demos. Yes. I yes, last the year. Bird the demo came out and that great game. Yeah, so I started playing it and then I was enjoying it, so I stopped playing it so I wouldn't be spoiled on the full game. So the hook of this game is that it involves time travel, so the stuff you do in the past affects the future, the stuff you do in the future affects the past. Uh, it's like another movie uh, Corey's probably never seen called Back to the Future.
3: And, I've seen uh, the two good ones.
1: <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, it says fans. Oh uh, no, it doesn't say. It says a love letter to classic JRPGs like Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy VI, Valkyrie Profile, and modern classics like Bravely Default and Persona Five. So yeah, it's like every other RPG you've ever heard of. But the art style is unique, a hand-drawn two D art. And this says it's only a twenty-hour game. Maybe that's good. Maybe a shorter JRPG is just what I need to. <laughs>
0: Not every JRPG needs path. to be 60 hours. Uh,
1: sometimes they, they they, pace it poorly where you have to grind to, to do well. And that's just not what people want to do these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, turn-based games are a little passe these days, but I still enjoy them.
4: Mm.
0: I like turn-based. So
1: I would but, like to play that game.
0: With this art style, this is like one of those games where I would like a storybook mode, just to be able to watch it.
1: Mm. All right, what you not got?
0: necessarily be able to play it, but I at least want to watch it.
1: What you got, Corey?
0: Well, I do want to know that
3: Chris Tales will also oh. be Day One Game Pass. Yes. Oh, I missed there that. you go.
1: I apologize. Yes.
3: So yeah, I'm ready even better.
1: It. I said it last week, but I'm ready. For, I'm ready this week.
3: Well, you got to wait one more I'm week to play
1: Chris <laughs> Tales.
4: Woo-woo.
3: All right, also coming out uh, Tuesday, July 20th, not for free, but for cheap. It's like a $4 introductory price game. It's called Mind Maze. Now, I brought this up in Discord. Um, I'm going to take you back to your childhood days in elementary school, uh, maybe even high school, who knows. And you brought out a piece of graph paper, and you and your friends started making lines on that graph paper, one line at a time. And whoever can complete the square... They get to claim it. They get a point. Well, I asked people what it was called, and they said dots, lines, boxes. Apparently, it's called oh, Dots and Boxes is the official name, I, I guess. I remembered that. Well, they made that into a video game. So, it's a very basic premise. Um, it's not just a single square. It's like, there's intricate maps and stuff uh, that that are presented to you and there's computers and whatnot. So it's not like the most in-depth game, but this is a game that I think I could just chill to and do a couple hundred things a night in it, you know, throw, this is a throw on Twitch or Netflix type of game and just, you know, hang out. Um, the list is out. One person has completed it. So I really don't expect it to be a hard game. However, the achievements, uh, aren't too bad for it uh they want you to win five times in a row defeat uh two ais on a hard difficulty level uh capture so many cells there is a campaign mode so like the achievement list is not bad like i'm much more psyched about (laughs) the next game i'll talk about and its list sucks in comparison so i don't think it's going to be hard but i think it will be fun and it's only four bucks and it's called mind maze Mind it, man. Sold. Now, uh, the Chris
1: Tales uh, achievement mm-hmm. list looks looks wonderful. Oh, do we have that? Yeah, it's uh, achievement one, unlock something. Achievement two, unlock something. Achievement three, unlock something. Oh, um, thank you. <laughs> is this like a beta list? There's 10 achievements and they all just say 100G unlock something. That doesn't seem right.
3: That does not seem right. Do you um, see it? Do you look at it? <laughs> and yeah. one person's already completed it. No. I think something is screwy oh, right. with this page.
1: That looks wrong. <laughs> like, yeah,
0: I'm I don't something. think this is real. That's got to be
3: uh, a placeholder. Well, normally they don't put achievements. So, like, the list is confusing, but I don't know. Yeah, Usually they don't put it on done.
1: TA unless it's done, I thought.
3: Uh, well, yeah. No, yeah, they, they have do. to import it from somewhere. So, that is a little weird, but um, all right. Not the only stuff coming out Tuesday, July 20th. Nate, you got to tell me about these next two, because
2: I'm, I'm already kind of sold on them. Absolutely. Fallen Knight. Okay, so imagine this. The best game series ever in the history of games. Mega Man. Halo. Oh, Octodad. Sorry. Um, imagine a game in this game series that is no longer making games, and imagine that you have the same developer making a new game with a different title. Like, wouldn't that be awesome if you could have another game that's like Mega Man, but slightly different uh well that's fallen night that's not mighty number no. nine that is fallen <laughs> night maybe uh which looks exactly like mighty number no. nine uh <laughs> if, you've, if you've checked out the screens or the trailers it is so much like mighty number no. nine i'm hoping that they got it right um because mighty number no. nine was maybe not the best uh you know thing to follow up Mega Man. um i I'm hopeful. It looks like there's a lot of uh, sword-based combat instead of um, ranged. Uh, and the environments look different. They look nice. The game does look good. Uh, there's, there's some promise here. Um, and the developer is Fairplay Studios co-LTD Esquire. Uh, jobby job. Um, and they seem like they've done some good stuff. Uh, in the past, some of their other games. Uh, although it seems like they're mixing it in with other things. It's almost like this This is a publisher page. I'm not sure. Um, so, yeah, I'm hopeful for this. This will be good. Uh, and what we said, we said that it's going to be out on Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday, mm-hmm. July 20th. So uh, check it out. It, um, it's got a cool soundtrack. Yeah, it, it, the achievement list is nice. It's got 37 achievements. Normally with a game like this, you would be worried if it had 10 uh, or 12. Uh, but an achievement count of 37... Um, is interesting to me. It, it tells me that maybe they've put more into this, more care into this than just your average Mega Man clone. Um, it does look like they are going to be for you know, your standard defeat this many people, um, and disarming enemies. And then it does look like they have uh, different people that you'll be uh, disarming specifically. I guess these are bosses, and hopefully. True to Mega Man style, you'll be picking up skills or whatever from them. Um, Additionally, Death's (laughs) Door. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. This is going to be the game that is going to (laughs) push every other game off of my system um, for at least two hours. Death's Door.
0: (laughs) You and a lot of people.
2: (laughs) Now, we saw this. Uh, This came out of nowhere, at least on my radar. Uh, when we had the, the last big showcase, um, and it is a roguelite game where you play as a, I want to say a crow. Um, and yeah, this game, oh my gosh, it's beautiful. Uh, it's absolutely beautiful. It, uh, like I said, roguelite. So you will be dying a lot. The game, uh, as far as we know, the game will be different every time you play it, you know, true to roguelite, um, uh, typical you know setup uh you can if you choose this is one of the things that uh, was discussed about with the developer during that conference if you want to make it more difficult on yourself before you go into the first room you can pick up an umbrella and make that be your main weapon uh, so that's pretty cool uh, i like the i like what they were saying about the game um, so Let's just read the propaganda here. Uh, Reaping souls of the dead and punching a clock might get monotonous, but it's honest work for a crow. The job gets lively when your assigned soul is stolen, and you must track down a desperate thief to a realm untouched by death, where creatures grow far past their expiry and overflow with greed and power. Um, oh my gosh! Yeah, we, we've talked about this enough in other episodes, and, and I know Corey is like super looking yeah. forward to this. I'm super looking forward to this. Uh, hopefully, other people are as well, and. Oh my gosh, and it's and it's Game Pass. So they I was just about it? to say that's
0: Game Pass, right? Game I Pass. was
2: looking for it. Are we sure? Uh, I am going to type in the old thing right now.
0: I was thinking it was Game Pass. Type in The yeah. old
3: Bing, Bing machine. If death yes. death store is on Game Pass, because I did not think it was. I didn't. I, well, I didn't think I we knew. It was. Yeah, no, we who's were, telling I, you? Yeah,
2: we were told it was going to be Game Pass. So
3: it's Evolver uh, Digital. There's a good chance,
2: but. I could Never have sworn now. we were told Game Pass.
3: I'll be playing it one way or the uh, other. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> but Yeah.
2: It, it was announced last year at X, at the Xbox conference that it was Game Pass. TA is not showing it as such. It's not marked as that. But we did hear that it was Game Game Pass day one. So uh we'll we'll know Tuesday. So hopefully.
3: Yeah, Monday it's night. weird. They have like their like Xbox dot com has a specific page for
0: it, which is kinda weird, but they don't I don't see those two words. So, looking at the Game Pass counter, uh, the coming soon list, it is not on there. Well, that's not
2: awesome.
3: But
0: it's only it's just less
3: awesome. It's, only it's a still a twenty dollar awesome. game with a seventeen dollar uh, introductory sale price. Man. Not bad.
0: <clears throat> I'm playing Almost. this one way or the other. Yeah, I will be playing. It's this. a Devolver Digital title, so it's probably at the least going to be worth that $17 definitely
3: so that was that was it for Tuesday July 20th oh. so our picks were Chris Tales, Mind Maze, Fallen Night and Death's Door uh, one game sparked L's attention on Wednesday July 21st what would that be L
1: ooh it's more word fun uh, Gaps by Paugey I enjoyed on the last episode hearing Elroy, <laughs> Elroy's tale, and how he thought it was pronounced G and he thought the "i" at the end was an exclamation point, so he was just calling it G. That was a great story, Elroy. You are quite an intelligent person. It's "powgi," right? <laughs> I mean, I don't know, G? Hogie I've always anyway, said "powgi." Yeah, no idea. Yeah. But now Elroy has me thinking otherwise. Gaps is a game about Michael Strahan's teeth. No, it is not. It is a game where you have a word, and there's a letter missing, and you have to figure out the word, and then all of the words that are missing, all of the letters that are missing in the six words or eight words or whatever, will form another word. Once you get that word, you beat the level. So it's a typical Paugi fair. Uh, the Elroy has me looking at the achievements now. They look like standard Paugey fare. The achievement tiles are funny. And the dog is, of course, hilarious and full of fun puns. So, yeah, if you like word games, I think you know what you're in for. A few people on TA looks like they got review codes and they've already completed the game fairly quickly. So, yep, easy, fun completion. Gaps by Paugey.
3: All right. And rounding out the week is my last pick. It's called Urban Trial Tricky Deluxe Edition. A lot of words there. Urban Trial Tricky mm. Deluxe Edition. Thanks, man. Yep. And so this is a combination <laughs> of Tony Hogg's Pro Skater. Already got your attention, foo foo. And yes. Trials, the motorcycle game. Mm. So it's 2.5D. You are riding a motorcycle and you have to go up ramps and do jumps and you are kind of leaning the bike so there's your trials esque part of it but let's throw in old school tony hawk vibes onto it you have a time limit and the levels aren't just left to right or just uh left to right yeah like trials you can actually go back and forth so you're going to be going through the the map i don't think they're very large maps but uh there is a starting point and an ending point and you can go back and forth as many times as you want in that time period and there are collectibles and objectives to do so getting scores collecting everything uh will get you stars and then you know that stuff relates to cosmetics and and whatnot but what a two what two games like to bring together it sounds really good it's very much more arcadey um looking and and, and like in gameplay like you get these really extravagant specials that will slow time and get you a lot of points but uh, you still got to land it and things like that Um, the achievement list is out Uh, they want you to get some really high scores on every level unlock a certain costume that might be hard to get i'm not sure uh get a ton of stars find all the money bags buy all the tricks um and uh you know beat everything with a five-star rating. So it will probably pretty hard to get it, but uh, there is already one completion it comes out. Uh, like I said, July 22nd. Huh. And I think it looks great. Uh, I don't have a price on it at the moment, but uh, it'll probably be, you know, 20 or less. I I'm going to guess. Uh, definitely take a look at urban trial tricky. If, uh, if that sounds
0: fun to you. Looks great. Yeah. yeah. This is one of those games that I was actually looking at that I had some interest in. Uh, this I don't necessarily like trials, obviously, I love Tony Hawk and don't necessarily like trials, but this kind of reminds me of like baby's first trials almost. I mean, it doesn't look super complex like trials and super precise, but it does have that feel
3: to it. I really only put it in the trials camp because you're writing a uh, a a bicycle with an engine and uh, you have to, you know, you're leaning and you can do backflips and stuff like that. It is way more Tony Hawk than that. Um, You can do like big spins and, and other crazy stuff uh, for your tricks. And like you build up a combo meter uh, and so like you'll keep, you know, do a wheelie to keep that going and stuff like that. So uh, it's way more Tony Hawk than, um, than trials, but it's like if Tony Hawk was 2d instead
2: of 3d, and you're on a motorcycle, right? Kind of. Well, like I've got to say, you know.
0: I, well, I mean, you watch a video; it looks like you. It, you immediately get trials vibes. Now, there are
2: two other games in this series: uh, Urban Trial Playground and Urban Trial Freestyle, and those are seven dollars each. So, I'm hoping that your target price is actually even lower. Ooh, that would be nice.
4: <laughs> that would be great
2: because this looks awesome.
0: Yeah, that's what it looks like. Like it will be a lot of fun for a bit. Those oh, are yeah, steam the, presses, um, by the way.
3: But, yeah. yeah, those are Steam prices, so probably jump it up to ten bucks. Yeah, um, yeah. These other titles look like right. like that's their trials, their trials game, and then they did this uh, this urban trial tricky, and they made it. You know, they just put the fun spin, arcade spin on it. So I, I think it will be fun enough for a little while. Nothing yeah. that will hold your attention too, too long. But um, yeah, take a look.
0: I feel like a lot of people listening to us will probably, if they were to watch this video, they would kind of be sold on it. I feel like that's what can have a lot, of, a lot of
2: people's attention. I mean, it seems really accessible. Oh yeah, absolutely. And price options.
3: Yeah, seems that's the word I was looking tricky. for. Tricky. For the right price, you'll be you'll be seeing me playing this. Uh, you know, two hours after I
0: played Death Death Door. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you'll like this one better.
0: All right. Let's get into contests. Uh, El, why don't you tell us about this one, the first
1: one? All right. Caught me off guard. You Caught exactly. me jumping into the pool here. So Jake jumped, jumped, jumped the gun. Jumped the gun, definitely, just like T.A. did. But that's a story for another day. Uh, uh, Jake Jump was initially designed to... Jumpstart your bean dive recovery, as well as make you play your old games. So, for example, you play a game that you haven't played in 10 years, you get 10 points. If you play a brand new game, you get one point. You need 40 points to get a badge. So, several people are just getting any old achievement, and it's going to be worth at least one point. Uh, So, this is another thing that you can do. It's up to you how you want to play it. The older the game is, the more points you get. Uh, it is called Jake Jump because it was inspired by longtime TA mod guy, Clever Jake. Um trying to think if there's anybody in the community going crazy. Well, yes. Slayer reigning is number one, and Nutty is number three. I think Nutty was <laughs> Nutty apologized for going crazy with the one-pointers, but nothing to apologize for because it is allowed.
3: Yeah, yeah, he's not going any around anything to to get crazy points. I mean, he's just playing games, and that's kind of the, hopefully, lessons learned from this first iteration. Um, like those old games that are you haven't played in 15 years, and you could get 15 points for that one achievement. Well, the next point's only worth one point, and uh, that's the exact same as a a zit that will take you five minutes, and you can get, mm-hmm. you know... Fifty points in uh, a minute that came out this year. So,
4: <laughs> right,
3: it is what it is. Uh, there is a badge associated with it. You have to get forty points. So, at a minimum, you have to unlock forty achievements. Do we? What's the end date on that? I'm trying to find it.
1: It's usually a month or so. Nobody yeah, knows. it's not quite a month. Uh, I seem to remember August second at noon.
3: There we go. August second at UTC. noon. So if, if badge is your, your deal, you're in that badge club, uh, just register and unlock 40 achievements and you'll have a badge. No, no questions asked.
0: All right. Uh, Nate, tell us about the Gamertag
2: Challenge. So the Gamertag Challenge is a contest that we are currently running all the time. And basically we take our, a patron, gamer tag and we try to spell it that month with the first letter, in games in which we have uh, earned achievements in that month. This month we are doing so for Cabo73, and his wildcard game that he has picked is Dead Space 3. So any achievement or a previous completion in Dead Space 3 is worth one bonus draw. Uh, And the bonus challenge is by a vowel. Achievements with words containing three or more vowels is worth one bonus draw per achievement, Limit one draw per achievement. So if you have multiple words in an achievement title that have three vowels, that's still only worth one achievement. But you can get multiple achievements per game. Uh, If you have any questions, you can go to the channel and uh, the Gamertag Challenge channel and ask them there.
0: All right. Well, with that, that takes us into brag Camp. Take it away, Corey.
3: All right, we have completions. And this week I focused on people who passed more than one completion milestone over the past week. So we'll start off with Freaky RO. He passed 275 all the way to 285 completions uh, over the past week. Red047 passed 610 completions and 615. Kitty Skies passed 615 through 625. Nutty Ray, you heard him on the Jake Jump portion. He completed uh, at least uh, 650 completions and then five more on top of that. At least 655 was his final milestone. X the Hero, he passed 780 completions and 785. And then that top person on Jake Jump Slayer Reigning, they have completed 815 games at the beginning and then they ended on 840 completed games.
2: In ratio, no one is playing difficult games. In streaks, red047 <laughs> is currently on a 78 day achievement win streak, which is a new personal best. Toby Lin is also, uh, on a new personal best, but with 99 days. What the fuck? And Toby Lin, whoa, Toby, you're back. Uh, is, they are currently on 100 day achievement win streaks. So that was awesome. Um, so I guess technically that is the newest personal best Uh, it's alive x is currently on a 300 day achievement win streak and xneo 21x is currently on a 1100 day achievement win streak
0: in gamer score mad lefty has reached 300,000 gamer score freaky ro and eoj have both hit 500,000 gamer score high road v two Six hundred thousand gamer score. Mattism is at a quor- uh, three quarters of a million gamer score. Wild West 08, games gamer score. So he's only a foof away. Vulgar Latin and Nutty Ray are both at nine hundred and fifty thousand gamer scores. So They're right there. Fight. You're always fight. at the million. Fight. Wait,
2: not want them to fight.
0: Oh, fight! Yeah. Said no, 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 I no. to say, wait I for said what? Fight. What did I do? Make him fight! Fight! Yeah, see
2: who gets there first.
0: There's a prize. I will buy you sandwich.
6: Uh, continuing <laughs> the
0: score, Mighty Mango has hit 1.1 million gamer score, and Slayer Reigning, you just keep on coming 1.2 million gamer score. In TA, El Sock is half a million. TA, Chesno six hundred thousand. Mister. Gomfers eight hundred thousand Prue one point six million Slayer Reigning, one point eight million along with Nutty Ray Elroy OMJ two point one million TA. Noth Ultra um, Noth Ultra there you go. two point two million TA I don't know why he's got to scream at us uh. Blue Toyota guy. I kind of keep with the joke. 2.4 million TA. And Lucas 1987, 3.1 million TA.
1: All right, leaderboard time. A Grey Shark is in the top 2000 of the Gamer Score leaderboard. Nicely done. Thank you, Zitz. Uh, And he is also in the top 20 (laughs) of the Georgia TA leaderboard for Xbox One. That's very good. A Heizo. Always yells at me for not saying his milestones. I'm saying them right now, Andy. Stop yelling at me. Andy Pants is in the top 50 of the TA Difference Leaderboard for Card and Board, and the top 20 of the USA Games Played Leaderboard for Card and Board. Well, it's not that hard to get into the Games Played Leaderboard for Card and Board because nobody plays those games. They're boring. AZ Mongoose is now You're in boring. the top 100 of the Arizona TA Leaderboard. Hmm, it's almost as if AZ is short for Arizona. Bastion Reader is in the top
0: 20. Oh, son of
1: a. Stop it. You you told me it was an awesome zebra mongoose. Bastion Reader is in the top 20 of the USA max possible completion percentage leaderboard for Shoot 'em Up. Yeah, when they take up two lines like that, you know it, it's a good one. chess is in the top 200 of the England gamer score leaderboard for Windows. Too bad England wasn't on the leaderboard for winning soccer things. Or wars. <laughs> Viva Talia! Freaky Row is in the top 1,000 of the USA. T- wow, Kenny. You <laughs> freaky. <laughs> I just picked up what you're putting down. Freaky is in the top 1,000 of the USA TA leaderboard and top 1,000 of the USA Gamer Score leaderboard. How did you manage both of those? You did it. By scoring. All right, Jimbot Utah, Kansas is now in the top 10 of the England TA leaderboard. That's pretty great. Living Legends is now in the top 10 of the California Completed Games leaderboard for first person shooters.
0: How oh, nice!
1: California. Mighty Mango is in the top 200 of the Gamerscore leaderboard for Windows. Uh, the uh, completionist we were talking about, Northern Last, who actually only has a 51% completion percentage, is now in the top 1,000 of the games <laughs> played leaderboard. That's right, she just likes putting them on her tag. She doesn't complete anything. Come on, Northern Last, just play Psychonauts 2. You'll be fine. <laughs> There's r- r- rocker Dude, 5012, otherwise known as Corey, is now in the top 10 of the games played leaderboard for Vayners. But
4: One, still, I think
3: Northern
7: Last died. The a ton of stuff. Of the
3: well I have dived it. Now I thought I was I thought you called this uh, milestone out last week. Uh, so I had to like look. Apparently I'm number seven on the board alongside Radical Sniper ninety nine and fellow co host Kushmoose. Oh, we we have started sixty seven Vayners. Are there <laughs> any
1: that you're holding how many onto and trying not to start, or you just put them on your tag?
2: Uh,
0: Castlevania Cynthia. I no. think
2: I've put everyone on my tag. I have not put everyone on my tag. And uh, yeah, I'm kind of waiting. Because I've put some on that I've started and I meant to finish. And it's just kind of like, uh, I should probably finish this.
1: I think Kush likes when you surpass him and then he can quickly surpass you right back. It's like, <laughs> <"N-n-n-n-n-n."> <laughs> well, "No, I'm going to have to bump my I numbers up. Definitely.
3: <laughs> Well, we're one away from tying sixth place, but then it makes that jump to seventy-four games for fifth, and then Milky Bars is at the top with
2: ninety.
0: How many are there total? Milky Bars just ninety-six,
2: apparently. It's not how many you start; it's how many you enjoy.
0: S- yeah. Sounds like a loser. <laughs> not
2: finish.
1: <laughs> well, uh, here's a Castlevania. Of losers, Retro Chief nineteen sixty-nine is now in the top two hundred of the Gamer Score leaderboard for point and clicks. Yeah, that sounds like a genre people who uh, lose their twitch skills would play. Toby Lynn is now in the t-
0: played point and clicks by yourself.
1: Hey, wait! A minute. There's nothing wrong point and clicks. I'm just busting on retro. <laughs> He's a great guy. Toby Lynn is in the top 20 of the New Brunswick Gamer Score leaderboard, and XNeo21X Keanu Reeves is now in the top 100 on the California Gamer Score leaderboard for Stealth. All right, we had a lot of brag camp submissions this week. People are completing difficult games. Jimbot. Oh, I already used that joke. Jimbot, uh, UK, has completed Dangerous Driving. That is a ridiculous one. Tony Calzone completed Layers of Fear. Chipapapapa completed DuckTales Remastered Arcade. K-T completed Tom Clancy's The Division. Dave Abottom completed Gianna Sisters Twisted Dreams. That game has only 246 completions out of 64,000 started for a ridiculous 11,533 TA. Uh, Apparently Limbo came out with another stack for the Windows 10. Redemption Denied showed us that he completed that. And then ASU Unknown showed us that he did all three versions of Limbo and Inside North wanted to let us know that his buddy Vudix became 100 on TA in Gamer Score with uh, 1.3 million T, uh, Gamer Score or so. And then Dude with the Face uh, brought Stoff J into the Discord and he just got 1 million and he got a nice uh, cake. It was uh, not uncool at all. It was very cool. He got a cake for his 1 million Gamer Score. Oh yeah, a real life take. Um Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Anigo Montoya completed Battle Toads. I chatted with him earlier hey. about this one because it it unfortunately only has local co op, and there are some three player achievements. And you know, if you know Anigo Montoya like I do, you know that he doesn't have uh, too many friends. So I was wondering how he did this. Now he had one friend over. Uh, Chris, who you might remember from the Gears Pop Room, Chris D. And I said, "Who else did you have over?" He said, "No one. The two of them completed the three-player game. Just the two of them." S- Skills. So, first I asked him a very important question for for people like me that like to get carried and and uh, do achievements pop for everyone. And he said, "Yes, yeah, achievements pop for everyone," which is. Awesome. It's very rare on the uh, Xbox One when that stuff happens. Uh, So I asked him uh, how he did the uh, three-player achievements with two people, and he said, uh, Chris had a controller on each leg using the analog for left to right, steering, and pressing A to jump when needed. That is insane. So I'm hoping that if two people can do this, uh, I can drag Michelle and her brother... And we can play this three players locally.
3: I mean, it's Uh, not just enough to play three players. Like, you have to not get hit for a long time,
0: right?
1: Yeah, you have to have skill. Yeah. Good luck, Al. So props to Inigo. Only a couple hundred people have Battletoads completed. And most importantly, last week Mike Pitch bragged that we mentioned him on Bragg Camp five times. Well, what a brag! Must be doing well, something right. Six. You're only down to one time this week, so minus four EV. <laughs> There's a poker reference for you. Not a good one. Congratulations to everyone. Uh, thank you so much to the patrons for chiming in on our segment earlier about assists. Uh, this is not a new thing on Xbox. I think even the Orange Box had that. I meant to mention that earlier. So it's been going on since. Did it? Yeah, you can you could put invincibility on Half Life Two and blaze through that thing. So there's going to be. Oh yeah, there was um, cheats in
0: Portal. Yeah, you could put the portals anywhere. Yeah. So,
1: so that's a game I would not play. That's going to be a point of debate for a while, cheats. but ultimately, just even coming from me, have fun, do what you want to do. Enjoy this great hobby and enjoy everything about it.
0: Who are you and what if you don't fail? Fine, play for fun
1: and not achievements. There we go. And eat lots of sandwiches with Duke's mayo. Just kidding, Hellman's is better. Oh, boy. It is better. (laughs) Hellman's? All right. Bring out the Hellman's. Bring out the best.
0: All right. That does it for us. (laughs) There will be some extra segments coming up after this. Be sure to check them out. As always, you can find us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash AH101. Give us a follow. Give us your free Prime sub. I know you have Amazon Prime. And if you don't, you're stealing your parents. Have them sub to us. You can check us out on Twitter. Send us a Twitter tweet at Achievements101. Join the Discord. Join in a conversation. A great community. Maybe with some prizes. I don't know. Nate likes to give out free stuff from time to time. Discord.io slash AH101. Uh Patreon was mentioned. If you enjoyed the show, want to help keep this continue, keep us afloat. Patreon.com slash achievement hunting 101. We, su- we greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate anyone's support that give to us. And lastly, please go sub to us on YouTube. YouTube.com slash achievement hunting 101 all of our streams are up there that we do the live show from last week and all the other first of the months. And, you know, this podcast, if you got to listen podcasts on YouTube, for some reason, you know, that's <laughs> there too. I know at least one person X likes to listen to on you on YouTube. You know, that's your thing. Not mine. I don't get it. But with that classes, it's better miss. than I heard. Thank Radio. you for listening. It is better than iHeartRadio. Nobody uses iHeartRadio except old people. Keep listening to the rest
1: of the show. <laughs> <Buh-bye>? Bye bye. <laughs> bye. Bye, guys. Uh, Death's Door is
2: not Game Pass.
4: Told you.
6: generation X Xbox get Xbox Xbox it's generation X I get Xbox I gen
5: Xbox I Xbox get Xbox. get Xbox welcome back nostalgia seeking Chivo hunters to the third edition of Gen Xbox where two old fogies from generation X sit around and compare some games you can earn some gamer score in with games that we grew up on What did these new games do well, and where did they fall short? Well, that's what this segment is all about. Joining me today is someone who I think is unique. The world calls him a freak, but we shall all hear
7: him speak.
5: (laughs) He's Freaky. Freaky. Nice. What's up, Freaky?
7: No, not much, not much. I, I didn't know you could rhyme. That was a very, very good spit, rhyming skills there.
5: Well, I, I spit some rhymes last time. This time I just read some rhymes.
7: There we go, there we go. Nice, nice. Yeah. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> I am I am a freak of nature sometimes.
5: Oh, uh, yeah, there you go. So, uh, I got my coffee um, next to me, so... <laughs> so uh, just to let the listeners in on a little something something here uh, Neither one of us have any idea what the other one is going to talk about today uh, We kind of forgot that when we were scheduling yeah. To actually mm-hmm. tell the other individual what game to kind of yes, look we're up in, So we thought we tried Going in blind Yep <laughs> Yeah, We're going in completely blind So we have no idea uh, So the reactions you hear today are authentic
7: And yeah, oh yeah Oh and, definitely uh, Oh man. let's see, uh who went first last time? I don't even remember. Uh I I don't I don't I don't was was there last time? I don't remember that far back, you know. All
5: right. Sounds like you uh get to go. Let's see right. it. All right, you well start us off.
7: Uh my game this week I chose. It is from um I ended up playing it last month, uh, way back in May for the big Empire versus Rebels Star Wars battle, you know, we're I've all trying to find those quick completions yeah. and it is from, <laughs> uh, it is a Rattleika, I don't know if you pronounce that, but it is probably my favorite Rattleika game that I have played to this date, hands down. Ooh. Okay. Um. I know you, I've heard you talk about this game, and I know you ha- You hold it in, in, in somewhat high regards. It is a beat up
5: Oh, you must be talking the snout.
7: Yes, sir. Iron snout. Oh,
5: man. Oh, man. We <laughs> yes, have not talked sir. about the snout in... Golly, it's probably been at least three weeks. So this is uh, this is well met. Uh, I am so glad to have a fresh take on the snout. So um, shoot, let's yes. hear it. I want so, I want to hear how you fell in
7: love with this oh, game. Oh man, so okay, so I you know I had, I was browsing the the catalog online to find some games, and I I was like, oh, Iron Snout. I've I've heard I've heard uh, Elroy talk about this and <laughs> the, yeah, with, with fond fond say stuff to say about it. So I was like, yeah, I'll purchase oh, it and we'll see how it is and like immediately upon playing it the first time i was like this is uh, this is great this is ex- uh, isn't it? It, it, it's amazing like so <laughs> for, for those of you that haven't played this this uh amazing beat up game you are a i mean i don't know if there's a story but that doesn't need to be a story you it's a beat up you are a oh
5: there's a story
7: you are it's, a uh, pig
5: it's about a uh the a, a pig that went to the market <laughs> Uh, and then he kicks some wolf ass. I that's, think that's what it says. Hey, there we go. That's all, that's, all that, that, up, that's all but. that you need.
7: <laughs> so you you are a pig, and you are. I mean, and it, is, it is essentially um, from what I played of it. It was like it's almost like a, a, a an unending horde mode of of wolves coming at you and until mm-hmm. you you know until you can't handle it anymore. Yeah. But you are a pig, and you basically know kung fu, and it is awesome like these these wolves come at you different kinds of wolves you have chainsaw wolves you have little little wolf riding hood you have cheerleading (laughs) wolves you have constructor wolves you have police wolves you have wolves riding missiles you have wolves coming at you from (laughs) the left from the right from high from low you have little baby wolves
5: Oh, did you get the Forbidden Love? Yes, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sure did. That's the best. I think that was uh, the
7: one I really actually had to try for because you know, you, I mean, you get in the middle of things and you're just in the thick of it, just slaughtering wolves and yeah. just oh, destroying yeah, things, and then you see the little, the little, the little uh, baby wolf come at you, and you're like, oh, I can't kill that one.
5: <sighs> <laughs> and for those of you who are unfamiliar with Forbidden Love, that is 80 gamer score with a 1.02 ratio for getting humped. By a mini wolf. Yeah.
7: <laughs> it's and forbidden. That's, and that's exactly what it does. It humps your leg.
5: It does. And,
7: and it's and it is like the controls. At first, I didn't think I would like the controls when I read how to control it, but it actually controls really well. Like whether you want to use the the um. The buttons or the or the D-pad mainly. I think I used a, a combination of both because I know the D-pad you press up and jump and everything, and but the buttons you can like mix them in there and get different combos. But um, you know you have all these wolves attacking you from both sides, so you're you're this pig in the middle of the screen, and this is the only cri- criticism of the game I really have is that you can't move. You're you're stationary. Like you don't. I mean. You throw punches and kicks, well, and you jump and whatnot, it, but you don't walk or run left or right. You're stationary, and then everything comes to you.
5: In fairness, Iron Snout doesn't have the world doesn't have to move because the world moves around
7: Oh, There you go. There you go. Yes, <laughs> the world. The, <laughs> if, if Iron Snout jumped, and Iron Snout doesn't get wet, right? The water gets Iron Snouted. Is that
5: that how it is? That's exactly right. <laughs> oh
4: man.
7: Yeah, yep, so. so I mean, that, and that's like I said, minor criticism. That would be my only thing. Maybe I would change, but it's still the game is wonderful and plays great, and it's definitely deserving of a higher rating than the 2.57 it has on TA.
5: Hey, I'm doing my part.
7: <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna rate this. Oh, let's see here. Let's rate it here. I'm gonna rate this. Uh, I'm gonna go give it a four right now.
5: Five is what you said, I think.
7: Oh, yeah. Five. five. We'll do a five. Five. Best, okay, best rattle right. I
5: Hey, That's what I rated it, too. That's
7: right. There we go. I mean, it's, it was fun. It was great. So, yeah. anyway, so you're. So Unique? You're
5: just, I mean, are there any. So, I guess the question I have is so, since we're focused on retro games, what games from the past did this possibly remind
7: you of? Well, I mean, I did say that the Iron Snout knows Kung Fu.
4: Mm-hmm. And yeah. I am
7: not. I don't know if you are familiar with the uh, similar titled game uh kung fu <laughs> oh
5: i remember we have to keep going up floors and
7: there's yes, like the, yes. the little
5: uh, what was it a little what fell on the ground was it like a little snake thing and then it like you had the duck because, yeah
7: yeah, it was like a yeah little...
5: whatever came after it mm-hmm. it was going to hit you in the
7: face yeah it was like a little like a little uh you know a a, a mine or something because it blow yeah blew up and smoke came out and then yeah something came at you mm-hmm. yeah
5: something yep oh. yep i remember that so, one. Yeah, and then cause... like Oh, what was the main? Oh, the main guy. I want to say his name was X, wasn't it, Mister
7: X? That was the bad guy, yes, Mister X.
5: Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Mr. Maybe X. that's who I was. Remember, I was trying to think of who. Uh, remember, we had some X's last time. When all we had was, you know, Blaster, Blaster. <laughs> but uh, maybe I was thinking of Kung Fu. Yeah. So that was back in the day, man. I played the hell out of that. Yeah, in the Kung NES. Fu. and it's
7: you know, it was, Kung Fu was very simple in its design, but like I, I had just as much fun remembering playing Kung Fu than I did playing this game. And it's you know, I mean, it's you know, you have you have your kicks, you have your sweeps, you have your punches, you have your jump kicks, and you just you're just beating waves of of uh, you know goons coming after you that I think stole your girlfriend. Isn't that how every game started out back in the day? <laughs> yeah for I, sure i think you actually had a name let me look i have the wiki here i think you actually had a name uh thomas your name is thomas <laughs> thomas the wolf or, or in kung fu tom in kung kung fu thomas the okay, kung fu okay. guy okay. i guess it was na- oh, it was based off a of spartan x i guess a movie in japan
5: oh who knew
7: oh, yeah so oh, based off a of jackie chan movie okay there we go for real loosely
5: but the, the kung fu nes yeah <laughs> oh yeah see help me thomas yeah, it came out before Jackie Chan was popular over.
7: Mm-hmm. Well, I, before yeah. he was popular over here, I'm sure he was popular in Japan for.
5: Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, because he was kind of it was kind of big in the 90s, right?
7: Mm-hmm.
5: What was that first one he made here, like Kung Kung Fu Hustle or something? Yeah, like
7: that? Yeah, yeah, was, that was the one that was like that, in Brooklyn or something.
5: Yeah, that was really good. That yeah, was really yeah. it was like funny and yeah, mm-hmm. I that's kind of what got him all popular over here.
7: Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. like he always one of the big thing. He always did his own stunts and everything, mm-hmm. so it's definitely. I was, I mean, I was a Jackie Chan fan. I think like the Legend of, Legend of Drunken Master. Nice. Um, I, yeah, it was definitely a. a, now,
5: a you know the uh, when looking at the kung fu, it's it's reminded me of another game, at, not really similar at all, but the same looking players. And that was uh, Karate Champ. You remember
7: Karate Champ? I don't know if I ever played Karate Champ.
5: Oh, man. I had a good move. You. you all right. So that one was a dual stick. And okay. so it was kind of like, yeah, look up Karate Champ. But it was dual stick. And so in the arcade, what you would do is go up on the left stick and down on the right stick. And so that would do a somersault uh, over the head of the player that you're against. And then you went towards the middle with both sticks so you know uh, just push them t- towards each other and that would do like a, a back round kick okay and it hit him right in the face every time it's like a thousand points and it would it would in the in the the match. I, it was I nice. I do
7: remember this game. Yes. Yes.
5: Yeah. I, I still remember. I did that move so many times. I still remember how you <laughs> <laughs> configure the, uh, the thing. I may be off by a little bit, but that was the gist of it, is you do a somersault over the head and then you do a swivel back kick right to their face and it made a nice little popping noise and everything. It's like, you know, it sounded like he hit them solid. And, you know, back then it was, you know, it was probably like a little clap sound effect, but you're like, oh.
7: Yeah. 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 yeah I remember I remember this is one that. of the ones I watched people play and didn't play myself because I was too afraid to um go up against anybody else
4: <laughs>
5: yeah it was it was fun man that was a good one it was better in the arcade the <clears throat> the um the nes port when i was like eh not so much but the, like in the uh actual arcade it was it was it was hell of fun man it was good times i guess it was on the apple 2 and the commodore 64 as well i didn't know that so that's
7: yeah <laughs> yeah no oh, yeah, I yeah, forgot
5: there's, the, there's, I forgot there's... the referee the referee up at the top yeah he had like a nice mustache and just kind of walked side to side
7: <laughs> and then didn't he have his like put out his flag for the like, the colored flag for the winner <laughs> yeah
5: yeah 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 i think so yeah white or red so anyway yep, yep. i was played as the uh the white whatever that is uh, what are, what are those outfits called I the remember. the geese Yeah. The
7: karate geese. I don't
5: know know if you could... I don't think you could play a second player if there wasn't a first player.
7: Yeah, I think you just defaulted... I think, yeah, you think you just defaulted as the white player.
5: Yeah. Usually. If someone challenged you, then they'd be the Reds.
7: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I definitely... Uh, I mean, I played it once or twice and probably got my, my butt kicked, and then I always watched people play it because I was amazed at how... I was amazed at how people were good at games, like... Like I was never good at um like Street Fighter Two or Mortal Kombat or anything like that. Oh man, Wait, yeah, was never, Street Fighter
5: Two is my jam. I
7: was never good enough to you know put a quarter up and challenge somebody. You know you put the quarter on the on the screen. Oh, yeah. Remember <laughs> that? Yeah, you put the quarter on the screen. Oh, you're like, like I you, you were, like
5: walk up and you're like a badass man. I always do that. Right? You put the you put that quarter on there like I you you get to play me next. Like you better start sweating. That's right. Back back and, when, uh,
7: back when games were only a quarter to play around.
5: Oh for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You, people line up the quarters and I guess we somehow we all knew what our quarter was. Oh
7: uh, yeah oh yeah it was crazy. It was Yeah. yeah.
5: Because they, sometimes they line up because I of the popularity and everything and yeah, the uh Street Fighter two that was that was really what I kinda bowed out when we got to Mortal Kombat. I wasn't as good at Mortal Kombat, but I was man, I could kill anybody with uh, a and Ken back in the
7: day. Uh, Gaul and Blanca were my two favorite to play.
5: Oh God I hated fighting Blanca, man. That dude shoot man and <laughs> You know one I see what I would do this is this is a little glimpse into the past here is uh, I lived probably about i don't know five to ten miles from the local mall. okay, so when I got home from school, <laughs> like my mom wasn't uh, I was like a what what they call latchkey kids? Oh yeah, so was I mm-hmm. yeah, so so there's no point in hanging around home, so I literally would ride my bike all the way across town to to the mall. To go to Aladdin's castle, oh, so like yes. I'd have a couple like couple bucks and quarters, and I'd play Street Fighter 2, and I'd watch people playing Street Fighter 2, and you know study it and mm-hmm. watched it and played it, and and uh that's how I got really good. I stole everyone's ideas, you know. And then uh, then the Super Edition came out, and then you know <laughs> everybody that played as M Bison and just sat there and did the little shoot across the screen uh, trick. Yeah, yeah. That guy that guy was scorned, you know. And then whenever They'd lose somebody, just like everybody, kind of cheer and be like, "Yeah, you bitch." You yeah, know? so like, yeah, yeah, somebody
7: somebody would know would know how to come up and defend against that and just just, just yeah, destroy them.
5: Exactly, yeah. like, You know, Block and then time it just right and like put the triple Hayuken on them and yeah. But uh, one of the one of the craziest things I ever saw was this one dude. He was an older guy. I mean, I guess he's probably about my age now, but <laughs> at the time I was thinking he's pretty old. And uh, he uh, he it was when the Turbo Edition came out and. This dude picked Zangief, and I was like Zangief, come on. Nobody picks picking Zangief, man. Like, what the hell is this guy picking Zangief? Is he never played this before? And he tore me a new one. And I I, I mean, it hurt my feelings, he whooped me so bad. And then everyone behind me pile everyone, driver on like you? he like he like went through a whole line of quarters, man. <laughs> like he was, he just ripped. Everybody. I don't know how this dude figured out Zangief, but he had Zangief down, and he he was not going anywhere, man. Yeah. I'd never seen anybody use him, and I was thinking, well, hell, man, I better learn how to use Zangief after I played him.
7: Yeah. If you get, so, I, I played against a couple people, couple people that know Zangief. I had a friend of mine that and he was like, I'm gonna learn. He, he, to his credit, he learned how to play every fighter. But mm-hmm. um, Zangief was his favorite because he would get that 360 pile drive.
5: Oh gosh, and it's like three quarters of your strength gone.
7: Yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> and mean, then uh, it's over. Yeah, he would use Zangief and Dahalsam, the Indian guy.
5: Oh yeah, oh that guy's frustrating.
7: And when because they both, I mean, they're both so slow compared to everybody else, mm-hmm. and he would just destroy people, like embarrass them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, geez, that's, I am humbled. <laughs> yeah,
5: there you go. So yeah, so Iron Snow, yeah.
7: <laughs> mm-hmm. No Iron Snow. Yeah, we got great. Like I can't recommend. Like definitely my favorite. Is it your favorite Radaleca? Definitely Oh yeah, for sure. Definitely for my sure. favorite Rattlerica.
5: I've been I've been on this bandwagon for a while. Yeah, so. I mean, I am mean, glad to have some other individuals aboard.
7: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's I mean, you know, it's like any Rattlerica game. The achievements are all pretty, you know, straightforward. You know, kill kill this, kill 250 wolves, kill 500 wolves, kill a thousand wolves. Mm-hmm. So it's not too, I mean, it's not too difficult
5: yeah you definitely need to highlight one of the more clever uh achievements which is i mean they they did put some pretty nice uh achievement names on there you have uh like uh of course the best ones Beckham yep, I just Be- yeah, the yeah, same yeah. Heads.
7: that was actually the second achievement i got
5: oh nice that was almost one of the last ones i got uh. oh and i do need to ask like uh, which stage did you play did you play the city? Did you play the
7: woods, or did you play
5: the pirate ship?
7: Well, I played I played the woods first. That was the first game mm-hmm. I played, and then when I switched to the uh, the, the time mode, I played mm-hmm. the city. The city was my yeah. my favorite. I mean, I played the, the the pirate ship once or twice, but the the city was my favorite favorite mm-hmm. area.
5: I can't remember which one I I played that uh, for when I was going for score. So it seems like we had a competition in this once. So I wonder if does it keep track of like.
7: I think um, it gets, any stats? I think like it how, does. What
5: your highest combo was, or something? Yeah,
7: it keeps, it keeps your highest combo and then your longest time that you do in the survival. The, um, oh
5: yeah, it doesn't have it on TA. Yeah. So. In fact, it says I played it for zero minutes, so there you go. <laughs> I, I guess
7: I, <laughs> I actually played it for an hour and thirty-six minutes, so I played it longer than the actual time. I, I had I had fun with this and played it past the actual completion. <laughs> nice, nice.
5: That is a a. Uh, Glowing review in itself. So if anybody is actually thinking about or they're on the fence on this one, I mean, it's, I, I'm just. Yeah, I, it's,
7: I, a, I, it's a great game. I, I mean, for
4: what it, it really is, it is
7: it is fantastic.
5: <laughs> Man. Well, I must say thank you because uh, I hadn't got to talk some snout in a while, but I, I still periodically get messaged about it. And where they're like, you know, I tried it. You're right. I mean, everyone, I mean. I don't know what this uh, 2.57
7: is, but whatever. Yeah, uh, I mean, some it, it's simple, it's easy, and it does it, it does what it does very well, and it is just just good old fashioned fun, you know, beat 'em up, let's do it. Yeah.
5: Like, but it's it's presented in a way that is unlike any other
7: beat. Em oh up yeah, where yeah, like you said, it's it, yeah, it's you know, it, it's, it's truly unique. Yeah, it's it, very, it is truly unique. There there is a there's a there's, a, there's a, enough difference of enemies to where you're not fighting the same thing over and over again you can you know as you progress through as you progress through the game you're doing the the timed the timed mode and you got to you got to make it as far as you can right and you have so many uh, so many hits you can be hit you have a health meter and mm the enemies they could, they could progressively get harder and they throw more at you but they also you know change differently like you start off with just like regular wolves coming at you and then you have wolves that are have a little bit of armor with them or they have they have weapons like they're carrying hatchets and they throw the hatchets at you and you can kick the hatchet out of the air catch the hatchet hatchet and throw it back at them or you mm-hmm. can catch that you could kick the hatchet into the air jump kick it and kick the hatchet back at like it's so it's just a uh, it's just i was amazed at the the, the different the moveset and just how, how diverse it was in the enemies and different ways you can uh, really kill the enemies, chop off their heads and stuff like that. It's very, it's very mm-hmm. you know, cartoon gory, but a fun cartoon gory.
5: And, and you know, and each area is actually very different than the previous one. Oh, I where... should have played the
7: pirate ship longer then because I really, I really enjoyed the city one, but I only played the pirate ship once, and that was like a quick
5: – Yeah, I think – yeah, that was, I think, pretty much my favorite one. It, it was the easiest, I thought. Okay. Um, where you're – um yeah, I just thought it was the easiest, but I've been trying to see if we can get an Iron Snout 2 going, but uh I don't know, Snout Up Games is uh hasn't uh got anything out on it that I've seen. So
7: Right, yeah. yeah. I'll have to be like Iron uh, Snout 2, he's back for more.
5: Oh <laughs> so, man. I mean, <laughs> he forgot. Devious his Dun- jelly.
7: <laughs>
5: <laughs> Devious Dungeon got a sequel, there's a couple others that got sequels, so you know, why, why why not Iron Snout? I, I mean, I, granted, Radaleka is not Snout Up Games, but still. I don't know if you've been to Snout Up Games. In case you're curious, it's www.games.snoutup.com. But all their games are pig themed for the most part. You have <laughs> Iron Snout, obviously, but you also have Tap Ham, and then you have another game called Bacon May Die, and he's like dressed like Rambo. Um, <laughs> There's Cave Blast, I don't know what that is, but you fly around a cave shooting enemies with crazy weapons, but there's a pig with a shotgun. I'm not sure if he's flying, I guess, but uh yeah. I mean these all sound amazing games. Um so yeah, with Bacon may die. I will hope that they port that to the Xbox next. It says brow with armies of enemies to unlock a hundred plus
4: items. <laughs> right? yeah.
5: It shows like a Rambo looking pig with a chainsaw. So I think that would be a good, uh, you know, tide us over until they can get, you know, Iron Snout two. Uh, oh, up
7: in okay. So Bacon feasible. may die. The, uh, the, he, the guy's got to be named Hambo if he has a name. It just, he just, oh my
5: gosh, I hope you're right. He just
7: has to be named Hambo. I don't know if he is, but that would be fantastic.
5: Yep. Oh shoot. Which angry pig? I think they just called him Bacon. Uh, that is a missed <laughs> yeah. opportunity. Yeah, it looks
7: like it was Angry Pig Bacon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that
5: is definitely a missed opportunity. That looks like another beat-em-up. I would
7: love to play that game. Yeah, that does look pretty fun. <laughs> not, I, I'm, I'm impressed with Snout. We need to just start start <laughs> uh, emailing and tw- tweeting it. Yeah, like uh, Snout up to get more, more uh, ports yeah. over.
5: Yeah, it's... Uh, you, got a, you got a
7: pig with a shotgun.
5: It's available on iTunes and Google Play, but uh, not yet. Anything on any consoles?
7: It looks like so. Hmm. Mm, it's available on Steam too.
5: It kind of, kind of looks like Castle Crashers, honestly. It says uh, helpful pet followers.
7: Yeah. You got yeah.
5: You know it, it. You got melee and range combat. Kind of looks like a a co- uh, castle crasher type game, but it
7: does kind of look yeah. like Castle Crashers. You got that? You got? I could see some of the clips. It looks like um, you have like the health on the screen, like when you hit somebody, there's a 24 yeah. damage, and you see that.
4: Yeah,
5: I'm going to start emailing them on this. We, we need to get this to happen.
7: Yeah, you need to get Bacon made Die Over.
5: For sure. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to leave that pulled up. So, well, anyway, I am, I am so glad that uh, you went there. Yeah. I had no yes. idea that I was going to get to talk about some Iron Snap I know, That's I know. I was, I,
7: play, I, saw, I, like, I was playing this last month, and I was like, this is... Uh, I was just... Loved it. Loved it. So... Nice. So I mean, we, I know we could probably wax poetic all night about Iron Snout, but uh, let's, let's move on. And what, what what do you have for me? What's what's the oh, big surprise right. out of the bag?
5: All right. Well, the one I chose is one that I played uh, about a couple of days ago, I suppose. But it is a game called Habroxia or Habroxia or something. I don't know. H A B R O X I A. So there's a big old bro in the middle. That's always a plus. So right. Habroxia. So Habrucia. Whatever it is. It is uh your classic side scrolling shooter. So it is um uh, basically I guess I I could compare it before I tell you what it does well and what it doesn't do well. Uh it's kind of like a modern version of uh Life Force.
7: <laughs> I was looking at the picture and that's exactly what I was thinking.
5: Yeah, or or R type. Yeah or uh, definitely a more revised version of Gradius. Those three games are the ones that came to mind when I was thinking of Gradius, obviously being the oldest of the three.
4: Yeah.
5: Uh, Life Force and R-Type being the most famous of the three. Uh, I don't know which one was. Let's see. Which one was first? It was Life Force before R-Type? were not they sequels uh, to each other? I,
7: I'm not sure. I just know Life Force. You could use the Konami code on and get your 30 yeah. lives. Yeah. Um, that was,
5: good was that the one with the brain with the arms that would attack you?
7: Yeah, I, 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 I think that was like yeah, I think that was the.
5: Or was that art type?
7: I confused the two because yeah, no, I'm pretty uh, they... sure that was life force. Yeah. Or maybe maybe both one. of them.
5: <laughs> it was definitely a brain with an arm that would come attack you, but it's
7: one of those two. Yeah, I'm sure. pretty sure that was life force, like the one of the first levels of life force actually.
5: Okay. <laughs> Cool. It was, a, it was a brain with an eyeball, yeah. if I recall. Mm-hmm. It was really freaky. Well, no offense. It was really <laughs> unusual at the time.
7: Yep, yep, yep. I'm actually looking at it right now. Yeah, it was a brain with an eyeball, and then two arms came out with like…
5: Yeah, yep, okay.
7: Yep. Was that our type or life, life force? was life force.
5: Life force, okay. That's that's the enemy that I remember most from that for, for whatever reason. I No idea, but I just remember it was really uh, cool and thematic and everything. And I'll get back to that here in a second. So let me tell you more about Hybroxia. All right, so Hybraxia, it's uh, East Asia Soft. It's an $8 game, and it works a little different than all the other East Asia Soft games. You know how they have their little system where they have, uh, I think that's uh, it. Yeah, isn't that the one where they have like one, two, and three for everything?
7: Mm -hmm. Yes, yes.
5: Yeah, so this one works a little different. They don't have that. uh, They worked a it's it's a lot better achievement list. In fact, I could have used this for another segment, but I decided to use it here because uh, it was retro is F. So uh, <laughs> it has uh, the 15 stages. You got 15 stages, so you get achievement for each one of those. And then there's also some uh, destruction-based uh, ones, uh, namely destroy 2,500 ships. That'll probably be your last achievement that you get uh because it takes a little while to kill twenty five hundred enemies. I'm not sure what to tell you as far as the best approach. Uh probably the waves mode. Okay. Because they just keep coming in, it's pretty quick. The reload. Um I'm not sure if the boss counts. Like there's this one boss that just drops a ton of these little mines, and I don't know the mines count towards your ticker, but yeah. that would be the easiest way if you, if, if that those do count because it just sits there and drops two mines and you get there in no time. So, um, and then uh, there's a couple other random achievements that I'll get to in a second, but that's kind of the overview of the achievements is you just basically thoroughly play the game and it's, it's a enjoyable game. So it's a one to two hour completion um, let's see how long it says I did. Uh, it says I did zero minutes. So I don't know something must be wrong with my settings <laughs> on the TA because I, I, either I'm finishing every game in zero minutes or something is just not clicked right? or checked. Yeah. I, I'm not really sure what that means, but, um, anyway, so, uh, I think that's about right. Maybe a little over two hours. Um, uh, I didn't rush through it because I was really enjoying it. Honestly, uh, it was a enjoyable game. So here's, a what i kind of took from it here's what it does well so if you're uh, enjoyed those life force r type types games oh yeah here is kind of what this does well and improves a little bit upon it is the first thing and kind of the elephant in the room for me is that this game actually will make you think it will convince you it will do all it can to convince you that you are actually good at shooters <sighs> Uh it will make you think that it it will you will be playing it, and you're like, Oh man, I'm really good at this game and and like they they kinda hardly really hit me and i it's like really a lackadaisical type you know like if you're doing a racing game and you're racing like uh you know whatever some kind of sports car, <laughs> the equivalent would be doing a race game with like a you know a, a van or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, just a nice easy going a minivan, like a minivan race game.
7: No, oh, no, nice. right? we need to we need to yeah. make that.
5: Yeah, we need to make that where you're 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 topping out at like eighty miles per hour. So that's kinda of, that's kind of the equivalent of what we got going on here. Uh is that it I mean I when I finish this game I'm like, shoot, maybe I should play some more shooters. Like I, I completely forgot that I am just abysmal and every other shooter under the sun. And that it's a terrible experience for me. But when I finished this, I actually convinced myself that I might actually like shooter games like this. <laughs> so if you have struggled in the past and you want to get your confidence back in the shooting genre, this would be a good game to play to get your confidence back. Or if you want to play a shooter and you just always knew that it was going to be you know, a terrible experience for you because you're terrible at them in, the, in years past – Then this would be a good way to uh, experience what it's like to get achievements for playing a shooter game. So there we go. There you go. So that was the main thing for me is that it's like actually fun because you don't die constantly. It was really fun, but uh, they set the speed to just right. Like that's what I think that the key is is that the speed is just right. So you know a lot of those games are real like herky jerky where like you like touch the control and you go flying into the wall yeah, or something, yeah. or you go flying right into the bullets or something. Mm-hmm. And this one, it's real fluid and, and the speed is set just right. The bullets aren't overly quick. They're all, they're all very dodgeable. You know, every once in a while you'll get in a little problem area and get hit and, uh, or they, or you'll get rammed by an enemy, but that's where the other beauty is, is that not one shot kills you. Oh. Wow. And so you actually have health. And so, you can actually navigate the stages, and you get hit, no biggie. There's actually life; you can get your life back, and it's not a big deal. You get shot, you, you can heal yourself, and and you just keep rolling. And it's actually a you know, very nice, easygoing uh, experience. Now, you can play it where, well, it's you know kind of like most East Asia East Asia soft games where you can power up, and then you get so powerful, but this game, you'll you won't really need it. To actually, you you'll go through it, and sure, a little bit of extra health here might help. A little bit of extra p- firepower would help. But if you get stuck, you can always you know buy the upgrades, and um, you're you're good to go. But I mean, mm-hmm. I, I I made it pretty much to the end, and then bought most of the upgrades at the end because it really wasn't that hard to be serious. I mean, but. Um, so anyway, so I'm trying to make sure that everyone understands that this is a very pleasant shooter. That's what I would say is, that's mm-hmm. what it should be the little subtitle under. It should be Habrosia, a real
7: pleasant shooter. I mean, it's, that, it's rated higher than irons now. It's got a three, three, eight on, on TA.
5: That's yeah, that's, that's very, very respectable. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how well shooters typically do, but this one, I, I really enjoyed it. So, um, Some other things that it does that I hadn't really seen. uh, Maybe I've seen it in a couple of games, but it, it, it does have these features. Uh, there's a variety of ways to shoot. So it's kind of a unique way to, uh, the shooting scheme. Mm -hmm. So you can either hold down like right trigger and shoot like four bullets in front of you, all like right on top of each other, or you can hit, uh, right trigger and left trigger together and it kinda of puts a spray in front of you. Okay. And so it's like uh you know, like a I don't know, ninety degree, I don't know, kind of a kind of looks like a Wi Fi signal coming out from you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah.
4: Right.
5: I don't know what exactly what you call it, like ninety degree <laughs> angle, you know, spray. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, so it looks kinda of like that. Or you can just hold down I think the the right trigger or the left trigger by itself and you shoot up and down. Okay. And and that's for like turrets on the ground, but honestly I never used it. I I that I use the spray and I use the straight ahead approach and I I never used that fourth that third feature. So, but it is there in case that's how you play, but I I certainly did not use it. But um and then another cool thing about it is you have chapter select. That's one thing that always bothered me about, like, the old games, you know, like R-Type, Life Force, is, like, mm-hmm. you couldn't do chapter select. Yeah. So you, you beat all. You had to go through all the stages again to get to them. So chapter select is uh, always a welcome thing. And in case you die, you don't have to start over. So that's a nice thing. Uh, there's different modes. I thought that was kind of a cool feature oh, to Nice this thing. Yeah, is that they have rescue, survival, and wave mode. Now, I'm not going to tell you that the most brilliant modes of all time so, for example, rescues is where you have to, f- to move your ship to where you basically run over an astronaut and it's understood that the astronaut like jumped on okay. to the ship. Yep. It, it, you didn't like mutilate the, you know, through the, <laughs> you know, the, the boosters or anything. There wasn't a trail of red behind you or anything, but you like run over the astronauts and then that, that means you collected them. And so there's two stages, I think six and 12 of them, I'm not mistaken, where that's the point of the stage the point of the stage is not to uh defeat any kind of boss enemy or anything like that but rather to get the astronauts to their base okay so so that's two of the stages but when you go to rescue mode and which unlocks after you beat a certain stage then you're like okay well this is gonna be kind of different and so you have to to rescue i think like 12 i think you have to i forget how many you have to rescue in one run but um it was, uh, let's see, eight. You have to rescue eight eight astronauts in one run. They're literally in the exact same spots that they were in stage six and eight. Okay. It's like you're just basically playing stage six and eight with a few modifications and less enemies. It's really kind of silly. But I do appreciate the thought that they tried something new like that. Yeah. And then survival mode is basically you just have one health and you have to – it's like a timer where you have to – run up the clock. And it looks like that's the hardest achievement in the game in the sense that it has a whopping uh, 1.17 ratio. Survive
7: for three minutes.
5: Yeah. And I eventually just killed myself because, like, it's super easy because you you only have one health, but you get through a little section and there's a shield. So you can actually take a hit every little section. And the little sections are only, like, 10 seconds long each. So, and then also when you kill enemies every once in a while they drop health so i don't know i don't understand why anybody would have trouble with that but 180 seconds i mean i just i got bored after i forget how many seconds i i just like okay i'm never gonna die so i just like if you didn't kill the yourself the game died. would
7: still be on pause and you'd be playing it right now
5: yeah exactly
7: <laughs> did you ever do that when you were younger like you had to go to school or go to bed you'd Oh, would pause I your know. game overnight yeah, and...
5: church for me yeah i had to go to church you know there's <laughs> enough time before church and and uh, I'd have to, you know, because it was started like around 10. So, you know, I'd wake up yep. and I'd have a couple hours to kill before we left. And then, you know, it's just, yeah. So then you'd always want, you're like, oh man, I hope it's still paused. And, yeah. Oh man, <laughs> I hope it's still paused. And you turn on, like, I'd always turn off the TV and everything and mm-hmm. turn the TV back on. And you're like, you wait for it, you know, for the CRT tube to, you know, fire up. And you're like,
6: to warm yes, up. Yes,
5: okay. I can, you know, it's like real faint, it's like real faint, but then it, you know, it gets, <laughs> it comes into focus.
7: Loads it, in, like, yes, yes.
5: Yes, okay, <laughs> yes.
7: <laughs> oh, yeah, now I remember pausing the game overnight on yeah. many different games.
5: Before it saves it, yeah, before it saves that saves were available.
7: Yeah, yeah. Like, cause what, like, mm-hmm. Legend of Zelda, I think was the first game I had that you could actually save it and turn it off.
5: Oh, yeah, that was huge. Yeah. That was huge. Yeah. Like, yeah, which that was would have been really cruel. If they had, or you couldn't do that. But oh god, yeah. you <laughs> had to keep <laughs> go through it all
7: over again. <laughs> do it one city. Well, one, uh, yeah, that'd be that'd be a long. I I wonder what the world record is on beating that game actually now. I'll
5: oh, t- I saw I saw um I can tell you that it's not very long because I saw um uh, Bit Brigade when I was at PAX last time. Yeah. They, that was the game they used was uh, Legend of Zelda, and that dude flew through that like it was butter, man. Yeah, I maybe mean, yeah, if you yeah, know where everything
7: him, is, it won't be that, wouldn't be that bad.
5: Oh, it's yeah, it's super quick. Like he went through it in like, you know, sixty, I don't know, like an hour. God, I think they played for an yeah, hour. That's crazy. Yeah, he went through it in an hour, and of course, never died, barely got hit. I think he got hit like twice.
7: Yeah, that was it. Oh, here we go. Just the 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 current world record of any percent speed runs for the original Legend of Zelda. 27 minutes 36 seconds
5: yeah i would say it's not long well a lot of time he just kind of hang out in a dungeon so that they could finish playing their song so <laughs> <laughs> you know because they're playing all the background music yeah, in their, yeah. their middle and oh man yeah if you're looking for some good workout music um i i bought all the bit brigade uh uh albums and have them on nice, Yeah, you know, nice. converted them to mp3s
7: let's check them out uh,
5: so if you want some nice workout music i can send them your way
7: yeah definitely the the another um the one-ups they're also a pretty cool um
5: yeah i've heard of them and
7: yeah. they did they actually have a whole uh, mario kart album nice where they just do you know just did mario kart songs but they're like almost—they're almost like a jazz band though too, because they have horns and, yeah. and everything in their in their band, which you know, doesn't bother me none. But I know some people are like, I'm not into jazz band, not You know, yeah. the, the young kids uh, these days—I don't know if they listen to jazz.
4: <laughs> <laughs> no,
5: we uh, no, they in packs. You get exposed to all kinds of things like that. Like uh, um, the probably the coolest one for the one I went to, which is in San Antonio. I always go to the San Antonio one in the south mm-hmm. and. Uh, I, you know, I, I don't need another excuse to go down to Texas, but <laughs> they uh, they uh, had a super MES, uh, not NES, but MES. It was Mexican Entertainment System, uh, I guess. And so it was like a mariachi band that did, <laughs> uh, you know, old Nintendo music. They were awesome. Man. And, and, and they would like walk around during the, the convention, not not just during the concerts but they just walk around and play for tips and stuff nice
7: and nice yeah, yeah i dude, was
5: they were awesome man.
7: i signed up to be an ambassador at one of the pax events and i got it um i got a badge and everything to go up there was gonna be pax east up in boston and it turned out i couldn't make it that year so i had to you know oh, that's a bummer, man i was disappointed but um i've i've been to e3 once yeah which, i went uh what year did you go uh 2015 nope 2016 because it was the year oh, after damn. my daughter was born so she was like nine months old the wife oh, let me gee. go she was, she, no she wasn't even nine because it was in June so she must have been like six or seven months old and the wife was That's, like okay because it was when they had FanFest and I entered FanFest nice. stayed up all night at the overnight camping thing they had in uh, Century mm-hmm. City or whatever at the Microsoft store and my raffle ticket got pulled and I was like yes oh wow nice so no, I still have, I'm still friends with some people that met there, like, because there were some um, podcast people that came from, you know, mm-hmm. all over the country, and even from like England and stuff to try to get in, and it uh, ended up being like, every, all, all the podcast people won, and even if you didn't win, like the FanFest exclude, because they had, I think they pulled, I want to say they pulled 200 tickets out of everybody mm-hmm. that showed up. And you got like an Xbox packet, you know, like a backpack and like some fake nice. tattoos and like a, we got a Halo <laughs> uh, Mega Bloks set and all this stuff. Um, but if you stayed all night, because they had like events going all night, like contests and whatnot. If you stayed all That's night and the cool. next day, they they also gave you tickets to go to Fan Fest. You just didn't get the swag bag.
4: Mm.
7: So I mean, it was, everybody that stayed still got to go in, but it was, it was I mean it was really cool. Like they did like. They 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 really went all out for their fans. It was it was a lot of fun. I think that was the last year they had it where you had to do it in person. I think the year after that you had to go online to um try to get to FanFest.
5: Okay. I think that might have been the year I went I, I there's a off chance that I was there the same oh, year, nice. but I think I might have gone twenty seventeen. It was either twenty sixteen or seventeen. I went to I was one of my goals was to go to all these conventions mm-hmm. and so I went to uh uh, Comic-Con 2015. Okay. And then, uh, so I can't remember. I think I might've gone 2016 cause I was trying to knock one out each year. And then that's when I started going to PAX as well. And PAX is the only one I went back to. Yeah. PAX I'd
7: like to go see. Cause I'm also into a lot of board games and stuff like that. And that, you don't have that. Oh yeah.
5: G3. That's what it is. Okay. So I'm trying to think of what the is. major,
7: with the major, um, things. So, uh, Sea of Thieves was a big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gears, um, four or was it Gears four? Gears of War 4? Yeah. Gears 4 was another big one. That was when they actually announced Gears Pop, but they didn't... They just showed, like, a little clip of it. They didn't mm-hmm. really go into... It was just a teaser. It was, like, Gears of War and then a pop, the Pop logo, and you're like, what the heck is this? You uh, know. Um, and Forza Horizon... Tr- 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 the one before the seasons one. So, what, For Forza Horizon 3? The one that's in Australia? I don't know. Mm. Uh,
5: you... Trust me I don't know. I
7: think those were (laughs) I think those were all the big Uh, announcements.
5: Okay, I just figured it out because now that you started saying what games were there, um I I went in twenty sixteen because uh the one I was most excited to play, I got to play Dead Rising four before it came out, and it came out December twenty sixteen. So
7: yeah, they they yeah, yeah. they kinda had they they, I know they announced Dead Rising Four also at the one I went to, but they didn't have any kind of playable demo. Okay I did meet um what's his name uh comic book uh guy did spawn uh mcfarland todd mcfarland
4: okay. did,
7: did meet todd mcfarland um played battlefield one when he with him when he kept when that came out he was doing because he he was the, i guess he was the artist on titanfall 2 hmm. for a lot of the stuff there got his autograph he's actually a really cool guy like he was really cool all his fans and whatnot or at least he was then anyway i don't know if he was uh, you know, in a good mood or whatnot, but he was really cool then. I don't know if he's always <laughs> a cool guy or what, but he he was real nice to us.
5: <laughs> well, that's good. He's like, man, this is the fan fest guy, man. That'd be nice. Him. Yeah, him. Yeah, yeah.
7: <laughs> so, well, yeah, no, that's <laughs> that's oh, uh, a little little reminiscing. Oh yeah.
5: What <laughs> yeah. What, what was I even talking about? Oh yeah, ha- Habrochzia. yeah. Right? Uh, I see. What was I gonna say? Oh, and then uh, I was gonna tell you one other really cool thing about it was uh, the. So, you know, know, when you're playing one of these games, you always go left to right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So in the middle of the stage, all of a sudden it goes into autopilot and you're like, something's going on here. And then the the ship takes a hard left and all of a sudden you're going from bottom to top.
7: I'm serious. Oh, wow. So So you're going vertical.
5: Yeah. Yeah. It rotates in the middle of the stage.
7: Okay,
5: nice. And sometimes when you're going uh, bottom to top, all of a sudden, you take a hard right and then you're going left to right again. Okay. It's amazing. Yeah.
4: Nice. It's pretty nice. cool.
5: Like uh, I, I can't recall that ever happening. Now, granted, there was a little bit of an error there in the sense that one time, uh, there's a. It actually, the game has an Easter egg. There's an achievement for getting an Easter egg. There's like this little odd hat. I've seen chef's that, yeah. Ba-
7: baking an egg. Find the perils of yeah. baking Easter egg.
5: I have no idea why that's in there, but <laughs> when you get that, like you can't kill the enemies on the screen. And then right after that achievement, that's when you take a hard right turn. So I hadn't had a chance to kill the enemies yet. And so I went into autopilot, and it steered me right into the enemies. I mean, fortunately, I had plenty of health, but I was thinking, well, that's kind of an oversight.
7: Right. So now there's a couple <laughs> other achievements I see also, like miss 500 enemies overall. Now is this somewhere you, yeah. s- you just don't shoot them and they go off the screen?
5: Yeah, you'll get that naturally yeah. because you're not going to kill every enemy. Okay. So sometimes... A lot of times it's really easy to just stay at the front. Yeah. <laughs> so you just kind of push towards the front, and it's amazing how effective that is. You can avoid a lot of the enemies if you just go to the front, and so you can get that pretty simple. None of the achievements are overly difficult to get. So, but yeah, there's one for missing, I think, 50 on one stage, mm-hmm. and there's another one for missing 500 all overall. But those are going those are not too challenging to get, honestly. So I got those out of the way early and. Yeah, just kind of went with it. Uh, If you're having trouble with the uh, missing 50 enemies or whatever it is, uh, play on stage one and just let the... So, uh, you know what? Now that I think of it, for the 2,500 kills, do it on stage one with the boss that keeps dropping these bombs because that's how I did the 50 enemies miss. Okay. Uh, Is I just let him drop these bombs and I just stayed near the bottom of the screen and let them all float by. And when I got to the end, I had missed like three times the amount of enemies I was supposed to. I, I lost count and overshot it by a lot. So, um, but anyway, that's a real, that would work for both kills and for misses. So stage one would probably be, a good one though, but, Thanks. um, yeah, we talked about the music, uh, music, uh, the music in the games on point. It's, uh, good, you know, retro music. So you would enjoy that. <laughs> And, uh, so what did it do poorly? What, uh, what the only things I have to say negatively about the game is that there was no story whatsoever that I could skip. Like, (laughs) uh, like I'm going to skip it anyway, but I like to at least have the option to skip it. So in case I do want to know what the story is about, at least have a story I could skip. So there's no story to skip. So, um, so you have no idea what your motivation is. I assume it has something to do with the astronauts. Yeah. Uh, in fact you can read all the astronauts stories like if you go to the pause menu and hit left bumper i actually took a minute to read them because it was funny it was like <laughs> so it was like jeffrey he took a turn at the wrong place and ended up in space or something it' was just so stupid like <laughs> like each one has a little story of how they got lost and were floating in space i i don't know anyway but uh and then also the backgrounds are all kind of the same and by kind of the same i mean they're like almost is identical you're there's no unique backgrounds and so that made me think of life force and r type where you know each one of them was kind of a unique level you know what i mean yeah, yeah. like like a different type of enemy like like you know a slime world and then another oh, one that's kind of remember like I, you know stuff like that i don't know if it was but, the first uh,
7: world or not or if it's just the one the one that was more memorable but i remember in life force there was that level where you like you could shoot the you had to shoot the the walls and like it might have been the brain world. You had to shoot the
5: walls yeah, it and like make yeah, they were like synapses, it. like brain synapses yeah, or something. Yeah,
4: yeah,
5: yeah. So, but yeah, but you, that was like a flesh covered colored world, mm-hmm, you know, and mm-hmm. I read, all the enemies were like related to that. Yeah. So there's nothing like that. They're all the same in this game. So, so yeah. And then my last gripe is that you can still crash into the walls. Can we get rid of that in shooters? Oh, yeah.
7: So, crash into the walls uh, into and, the like, walls. the one-hit on, point. Like, like, when did one-hit point become, like, the universal thing for shoot 'em ups Like, in the in yeah. bullet hell, you get yeah. hit once and you're dead. Like, uh
5: Yeah. And, like, all the enemies are taking, like, three, four bullets and yeah. you can only take one? Yeah. Like, come on. You're, yeah. Anyway, so there you go. That's what I got for you.
7: Yeah, crashing so, into the walls is also, yeah. Like, uh
5: yeah, come on. I mean, like, like the pilot's all of a sudden gonna go flying into the wall on <laughs> accident. I mean, like, at least let you hug the wall. I mean, I don't know. That's that's always annoying to me.
7: Yeah, that's no. This one looks good. There's and there's 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 a, there's a Hybroxia
4: too. Also,
5: I saw that. I'm on. I'm. I think I'm gonna make that one of my next games for sure. I'm gonna have to go play that and see if it's if they kept the magic going. So. All right. Yeah, for sure. I saw that today. I was like, oh, I didn't even know there was a second one.
7: So that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Now, so, now there's just only an iron snout, too. Oh,
5: no. That's what we need. We're going to have to work on that. Everyone,
4: We need, need a, we to, to uh, send an email.
5: Yeah, we're going to get the uh, the email. We're going to find how to contact uh, the the people. I think I got it right here. Oh, there you go. I got it right now. snoutupgames at com. There we go. So – uh, send a, an email to snoutupgames at gmail.com and say we want, not only do we want a sequel to, to Iron Snout, but we also want Bacon May Die immediately. We want that yes. ported to Xbox immediately.
7: Let's see if they have a Twitter also. I'm going to look it up.
5: Yeah, there's a Twitter little logo down here. Uh, Twitter.com snoutup.
7: Yep, at snoutup. Also tweet them. @snoutup.
5: Facebook.com snoutup.
7: Yes, we're yeah. going to have to get that. YouTube.com
5: slash user slash snout
7: There up. we go. We're just going to hit them on every pl- – do, do they do Facebook like us olds?
5: Yeah, Facebook, yeah. Facebook.com dash slash snout up.
7: Yeah, because I know, all, you know only old people use Facebook. Yes, yeah. So it. we'll have to send the youngins <laughs> after them on TikTok.
5: There you go. I don't see a TikTok. The, they can just send an email like a cave.
7: <laughs> Do they have an address, <laughs> a, a PO box, maybe?
5: <laughs> oh man, a, a, a well-written letter may may even mean more to them. I, I don't see one though. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It'd oh, be great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, well, I've been talking a while. Uh, my understanding is you have a a new feature you're going to uh, to uh uh oh, oh, oh,
7: oh, yes
5: give us a uh the premiere of today. Yes,
7: yes, yes. I just need to I need to get them. Let me see if I can find some music for this here. Hold on. So I was just thinking of, of, of just a little little things to do, you know, just little, you know, short little um, segments, I guess you could call them. Um, but I was gonna do uh, superior superior solutions, and I'm gonna find an achievement, and I had it, I had it, but I closed the window. I'm gonna find an achievement on TA. And and uh, uh, one that has a really good solution written on it, and then you know use that like masterpiece masterpiece theater, right? I know I'm old. Do you remember masterpiece theater?
5: Oh man, I I I was more of a masterpiece. <laughs> the yes, one that they yes, had on yes. uh, like the Disney Channel, right? Yes, yeah. Uh, but
7: Ooh. oh, there we go. You, Perfect.
5: Buddy. I got you, buddy.
7: Yeah, yeah. This is. Superior Solutions by Freaky Row. Today's Superior Solution is brought to you by Bill Zumanati. It is for the game Jack and Jill DX. The achievement for 90 Gamer Score, this is fun. Play a mini game. And the solution is as follows. Complete World 1 to unlock a minigame and then go to the main menu to play it. This has been your Superior Solutions. Thank you.
5: <laughs> oh, man, I think that went well. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
4: Oh, and
7: I believe you were telling me also something um, about something you were going to do as well.
5: Oh, yeah. So, so these are just little crappy features within a segment. These are segments within a segment. So what I have for you today is Retro chivo Over the Day. So this is just a achievement that is out there that reminds me of something retro. So it is your Retro Achieve Over the Day. The achievement comes to us from Broken Age, and it is entitled Get Hyper. And so, (laughs) okay, retro Chivo of the day, get hyper from broken age. So this got me thinking about hyper color shirts and how my parents wouldn't let me buy one of those things because they were too freaking expensive. And so I got some crappy off-brand ones from Sam's Club that, they kind of work just like the real deal. They they worked kind of like you know you got hot and they changed colors and all. But instead of just turning the colors of the uh the shirt, they also change the color of your skin because they leak dye all over you. So instead of getting the nice hyper color shirt, I got crappy off brand ones, but I still had the full hyper color experience. Nice. What say you? <laughs>
7: <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't. I never had a hyper color shirt either. Man, those things were expensive, man. They were, and they were, yeah. They were, yeah. they were just t-shirts too. It wasn't like they were anything special.
5: <laughs> well, they were special. And I, they changed I mean, colors.
7: they were color. Yes, yes.
5: Yeah. So you get, you know, you could put like a hand on it, and then they put a handprint on it.
7: Yeah, that was, yeah. Yeah. Nobody, nobody else would try to do anything more than that. Just put a handprint on it.
5: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> or if you like were you know running or something to get all really gross yeah yeah see all, like, see all the like, sweat
7: stains and the sweat marks
5: yeah the sweat stains would turn on you know turn into fire fire red and <laughs> or whatever color you know, yeah it really uh exemplified where you were sweating So there you go. <laughs> anyway so the hyper color shirts that is your retro chivo of the day
7: nice nice yeah it's, yeah. it's growing I, hate- I
5: mean i didn't have the nifty uh music like you had but uh
7: uh, yeah, you know, something nice and quick. Yeah, there I was trying go. to find one. I I found the uh, I was just trying to find a retro song, and the first one that came to my head was "You're the Best Around" from The Karate Kid. <laughs> that's good, so, man. That's... Oh yeah, I understand. it.
5: All right, man. <laughs> well, I think uh, we officially got three of these in the books.
7: Though. I know, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Time flies, yeah. If anybody out there agrees or just wants to comment on what we have said, or if you or if you haven't played Iron Snout yet, go play Iron Snout because it is the best ride like a game there is. I, I I dare you to no convince argument. me otherwise. I
5: hey, I am so glad to have you on Team Snout.
7: <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad to be on <laughs> Team Snout.
5: All right, so if if you haven't, it's never too late to see the light. Yeah, and then uh, you know, just kind of beat up some wolves. That's all there's to yeah, it. Yep. So let us know what you think. And until next time, we're old and this has been Gen Xbox. Generation Xbox. Peace. <laughs> Later.
6: Hello, I'm Waka Pale. Welcome you to Waka's Weird Wonders. I had never heard of Jacob Yass's Baobao's Mausoleum Grindhouse Edition country of woods and creepy tales before Kooshmoos alerted me to its existence by sending me one of the strangest trailers I've seen in a long time. According to its developers, it mixes Monkey Island, Zelda Link's Awakening Deluxe with Twin Peaks and SpongeBob SquarePants. Baobo's Mausoleum Grindhouse Edition is a collection of all three games starring FBI agent Vatracio Valpurgis, a chain-smoking anthropomorphic vampire eggplant who crashes his car just outside of Flamingos Creek after almost running over a ghost dare-like creature. The first game was originally released in 2017 on PC and the Xbox edition was released in February of 2021. Baba's Mausoleum has a physical Switch release which surprised me as it appears to have a very small play base across all platforms and no proper guides available, just blind playthroughs on YouTube. Not that you'll need them to get through the game but some achievements could benefit from guides. Less than 50 players have started the game on TA, which is the lowest number of players I've seen in a game of this quality. While not bug free And with some quirky, not always accurate English localization, the gameplay mostly works as intended. However, there are a handful of glitched potentially unobtainable achievements. More on those later. Baobab's Mausoleum is a playable fever dream, heavily inspired by Twin Peaks, but never ever approaches any kind of normalcy. Valpurgis might be the weirdest creature around. He's mostly unfazed by the madness surrounding him, but the short story is anchored by the mystery of Inhabitant 64 and finding a missing person, providing a clear goal while your sanity is tested by the completely absurd story beats. While it does reuse some art assets. Its art is very varied and frequently very special, especially coupled with the optional VHS filter. I find very few games these days have a memorable soundtrack, but I really enjoyed Baobab's Mausoleum's distinctive soundtrack. It is very weird and inconsistent. As an example, one track is described as a psychedelic Russian surf music. Another is a ship tune, heavily inspired by Hall of the Mountain King. Baobau's Mausoleum frequently mixes up its gameplay, but most of the time it's a fairly simple point and click, with automatic use of items in your inventory, making most puzzles very easy. Episode 1 of Nifago's Don't Eat Flamingos, is a linear act-based adventure taking you through the outskirts of Flamingos Creek, serving you with a series of incredibly bizarre scenarios, such as stealing a car by tricking its drunk owner to drink gasoline, meeting John Carpenter at a diner, playing hide and seek with very rude beavers, and getting tossed in the trash by an unhinged lady after beating her high score in her terrible video game. Episode 2, 1313, Barnabas Dead End Drive allows you to freely explore Flamingos Creek, searching for a missing person and dealing with a giant avocado bird monster. The second episode can lack the momentum of the other episodes as it is much more open, and while the puzzles are not difficult, it can be very tricky to figure out where and what to do as the play area is dramatically increased. Your massive inventory screen feels like a joke as it at most contains a fraction of its available space. Flamingo's Creek also changes if it is day or night while you play the game. Fortunately, this edition allows you to switch between night and day by resting at the hotel. Episode 3, Un Puto en Murteburgo, which I think means a duck in a dead town, cranks the weirdness to 11. Returning to a linear format but mixing up the gameplay using full motion video a bizarre driving sequence and an on-rails boss fight. While the main story neatly wraps up, the game leaves many unresolved mysteries behind. Baba's Mausoleum Grindhouse Edition, Country of Woods and Creepy Tales has 36 achievements worth 1,000 Game Score and 2,100 TA. Unfortunately, five of its achievements appear to be unobtainable or very glitchy. Three for talking to all characters in Episode One. 2 and 3, with episode 2's achievement working but appearing very glitchy. The game features collectible statues and coins, which are mostly easy to find in episode 1 and 3, but no one on TA has found all the coins in episode 2 yet. Finally, there's a glitch in episode 1 for seeing all tracks of the game, which only one person on TA has unlocked, but I've tried to unlock it three times without success. The developers are aware of the achievement issues and claim they will look into it at a late date, but given the Xbox port having probably not even sold 100 copies, I wouldn't blame them for not fixing them. The $17 asking price might partly explain the low play numbers, I'd say it's a fair price for its roughly 6 hours of content, with a few more required if you're going for all the collectibles and achievements. That said, if everything worked and achievement walkthrough materialized you can get through the game in less than three hours it is sad i cannot recommend the game to die hard completionists as baobao's mausoleum is, is very much worth playing it is such a singular game certainly not for everyone but if you're in the mood for a truly perplexing experience i highly recommend baobao's mausoleum grindhouse edition country of woods and creepy tales have a nice day everyone